we go. Welcome back to Only the Important Stuff. I am your host, Jeff Heinrich. Today we got a good episode, little holiday extravaganza as you are maybe cleaning up all the the wrapping from the presents, reorganizing toys, donating things that you realize you do not need anymore. You name it, right? Today is one of those weird days, day after Christmas. Hopefully you have the week off between here and New Year where you're kind of organizing. The kids have maybe gone through all their presents, and they are uh, also a little bored at this time, which is an odd thing because they just got all this new stuff to play with. So, yeah, uh, you know, as you're cleaning the house, you know, breaking down cardboard, stuffing that recycling bin full of whatever, uh, kick back, relax, enjoy. Um, episode number 18, I believe, as me and my buddy Dwyer kind of get into all things holiday-related How's everybody doing? This is, I don't even know what episode it is. I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, we got a, a recurring guest 17. on. What's that? I think it's 17. No, Ro- no, I think Ross was 17. This would be 18. Because he, he had a two-parter. Yeah, he did. He had a two-parter. Um, but yeah, no, this is uh, only the important stuff. Um, today we got on, uh, got on my boy Dwyer again, man. How you doing, bud? What's going on, man? Um, uh, it's a pleasure to be back. Numero trace. That's gonna that's gonna keep Ross up at night. It's gonna piss a lot of people off. Apparently, yeah. like I found yeah. that out. Who else? Well, Brandon. Oh yeah, he's gonna be. Yep. <laughs> he's only been on once. You've been on yep. three times. Three times. That's insane. It's insane. I feel uh, it's quite an honor. Hey, you know. You give the people what they want, so <laughs> yeah. that's all I'm trying to do. Um, yeah. Oh man, uh, it's kind of like it's a it's a what are we two days three days before Christmas? I wanted to have you on, right? Like just kind of recap some stuff and uh, kind of go over some Christmas ideas that I thought I had. But you know, first, you know, I, I ask everybody what they're drinking. I know yeah. what you're drinking. Yeah. So we're not going to do that. I'm just going to say. We're getting hammered outside we're and hammered on inside. a pod. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, yep. we are getting smoked, dude. How about how bad is it where you're at? Um, I think the snow is kind of done, but um, we got probably five inches, and then it's uh, it's going to get cold and windy and nasty, and it's it's good drinking weather. Wow. So we live. I don't know. As the crow flies, like. 10 miles from each other? Yep. I bet we're at 11. 11 inches. Are you serious? Yeah, we have gotten crushed out here. It's been snowing all day. Damn. Hasn't stopped. I think it's supposed to stop at midnight for us. Like, it's wild. We're, like I said, 10 miles away from each other. Right. I had no idea. Well, and with the wind that they're they're forecasting, your house, I mean, because you... (laughs) <laughs> the wind hits you no matter what. Yeah. I yeah. don't even want to know what that's going to look like tomorrow. Well, yeah. So I live on top of a hill with zero like trees behind me. And County, right? what's that? It's the highest point in Hennepin County. Yeah. Well, according to Tony, something he told me that County. a while ago. Yeah. Uh, which I would believe, um, I can see for miles on a clear day, but it, I mean, again, so like when it snows, like I don't have any snow on my deck. 
Yeah, that's and crazy. So I'm a little curious what tomorrow is going to look like. Will I have any in my yard? Will it all be on my driveway? I mean, I'm going to have a huge right. drift in front of the garage. So, I don't know. Maybe yeah. I won't have to shovel. Who knows? It's 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 going to be on tomorrow. Yeah. It's, that's what they're saying. So, it's uh, uh, the, the wind. It can just go straight to hell. Yeah. Not, not looking forward to that. No. You have a... Uh, Speaking of shoveling snow, do you have hand warmers on your snowblower? No, no, I'm not famous. So my neighbor who is famous, uh, you just don't yeah. know him. Uh, he yeah. has it. I borrowed a snowblower like a week ago. Is it awesome? Yeah. Yeah. So because I, I went out today and did it, and my the only thing that froze was my hands and I have mittens. Like I found that mittens work better than gloves as far as keeping your hand warm and stuff, but my hands froze. Yeah. And so if that's the route, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely look into it. Is it like a, does he have like a shield on it and everything? Like, no, no, he's not that famous. Okay. He's not, he's okay. just like, he's, you know, he's not LeBron. No, he's not LeBron. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's and it, I, so I've started looking at it. It's on a lot of snowblowers, and you can get them put on your snowblower. I'm just, mm. I'm contemplating if I want to go get a new one because my wife bent the old one in half. Or explain what? that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That can't go left unchecked. Um, yeah. So when we lived in Maple Grove, my wife was backing out of the house one day and we had a small space like just a small walkway next to her car um and she backed out and she kind of like turned the wheel a little bit inside the garage to kind of angle herself back out but she caught the front bumper of her car on the shield of the snowblower yep and she thought that she had hit uh, a snowbank so her reaction was gotta power through that yeah, plow through that shit. And so she hit the gas, you know, got out of the garage, good for her, uh, cut yep. the cord that connects the sensors to the garage door and bent my snowblower in half. And so now it's got, it's at like a, you know, instead of being straight on, it's probably angled to the right, like 15 degrees. So I kind of walk off to the side and I'm just kind of chucking it down the, the driveway, throwing snow. It's a process. I should get one. Um, yeah, it's probably time. But, I, you know, I, I've thought about this. Like last year, last winter, I did not use my snowblower once. Right. Not one time. Yeah. And, like, sometimes it just feels good. If it's not what it's going to be like tomorrow, if it's reasonable outside, I don't mind shoveling. Like. No. Yeah. Know? It's not bad. No. Um, you have one of those, like, do you have one of those snow plow shovels? Uh, no. Oh, that no, changed my life, shovel. man snow plow shovel yeah what it what i don't know what well it's is. just a big like snow plow blade on the front it's like this white long like 36 to 42 inches long and you just push a ton of snow with it and so i started using that cut the cut the driveway in half and then just go back and forth like pushing snow yeah. off to the sides as long as you don't have like three inches of heavy wet stuff you can get right. through quite a bit and it's quick as opposed to dig and huck it yeah nobody likes that nobody likes that i'll look into that i I, this snow and this is compelling conversation this snow that's coming down now is so easy to push because it's so freaking cold that like 
I don't know. I, don't I saw. Doing it. I went to a hardware store today, and because I was like done with work, and so I was just tooling around. I stopped at Second Swing. When yeah, I was just kind of like out and about, like in the middle, because I know like we're just stuck for like three or four days, and then obviously it's Christmas and you're not going anywhere. So I was just tooling around. I went to the hardware store, and as I'm walking in, um, a guy is outside clearing the sidewalk with a a leaf blower. Oh yeah, I've done that. So I did it. Was yours battery powered or gas? Battery. Mm. Did you get shocked? No. I did. You got... I was getting, like, shocks in my hand from the battery. Really? Yeah, I did not appreciate it. So, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but he was using gas-powered, so I was like, hmm. Okay. But they have battery-powered snowblowers. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the grounding's not right, or I don't know. Yeah, it's not sure. supposed to get wet. I don't know, Nick. I'm not yeah. an electrical engineer. No. No, you're not. <sighs> um... Goodness. So, yeah. Right, well, good. This has been good. Yeah. You know, like I said, you give the people what they want. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we just did 10 minutes on snow. Yep. It's awesome. Although, you know me, if it's, if it's weather talk, I'm in. You are hooked. 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 Did I bring that up previously, how much you love? Yeah, I did, because we talked about you being scared of storms when you were younger. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't know if that translated into my love of talking about weather now, but. And I think I, I did. I never realized how much I talk about weather until we were golfing that day. Mm-hmm. And halfway through the round, I had said something about weather. And I, and you said, enough about the fucking weather. <laughs> and then it kind of hit me. I'm like, oh, I think I talk a lot, <laughs> I think I talk a lot about the weather. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah. And then we gave you a weather, like... Because we were playing that one game, or we were playing a game where you would get, like, coins. Yes. Oh, weather coin. Yeah, yeah. and so we de- deemed one of them the weather coin. Anytime yep. you spoke of the weather, you got it. And they're, like, negative. Um, yeah, so we just designated one the weather coin. Yep. And and now, this is, this is the best, is now when we golf, I can see you. Oh, I just... You're yeah. just waiting. And yeah. then, like, usually on hole two or three... You'll look at me like and say, "Hey, can we talk about the weather now?" <laughs> yeah, let's go, man. Let's let's cut yeah. it, let's cut it loose. Let's yep. let it rip. Yep. Yeah. So I this is is I this your it. heaven then? Oh my god! I, weather Channel on all day today. Um. Yeah, and part of it is because Ross, your your last now infamous guest, um, your cousin. Yeah, I don't claim him. I cannot. Like, good lord. Um, but he's coming. He's coming to my place tomorrow. He's he's coming up. He's going up to his place in Brainerd and stopping by here and stuff. So I've been keeping him posted on on the weather and and how it's going to look for traveling and stuff. And I know you have been too. But it's kind of my uh, that's kind of my my dream scenario is someone depending on me for weather updates. Like, I got this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's your wheelhouse. You're locked yeah. in. Yep. You are ready to just dis- disseminate that information. I'm on these texts thinking, why can't this fucking idiot look at his phone? 100%, dude. Like, 100%. It's an app. And then I sent him a screenshot <laughs> of the app. Yes, everything we're telling him is <laughs> from the Weather Channel app. 
God. Or whatever happens. Yeah, I just, I, I hope you slap him when he gets into town. Oh, it's the least I'm going to do. Golly. Speaking yeah, of yeah, yeah. your cousin, though. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he, he had some things to say when he was on. He did. And so I just want to kind of open it up to you and let you have the floor and retort, if well, you would. I, I thought about this. I thought it might come up. Um, <laughs> you thought? First off, you thought everyone's been talking to me about his takes for yeah. two weeks. So and, and what? So so. Well, first of all, I had I had such a wide range of emotions <laughs> listening to that debacle um and you know i was laughing i was like there was heartfelt moments and 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 but i pure rage was the one that really i took like i walked away saying i'm just angry listening to his takes and especially i mean i think i don't know i'm trying to remember everything that you guys talked about but but obviously the the fan versus fanatic piece was that's the big one that's the big one. Um, I don't know. I, I it, It's tough for me to go down. It's a rabbit hole, right? Um, mm-hmm. To go down, to get into how just ass nine his takes are on that. But um, I think your point in, in saying, you know, I, I guess I just won't listen to any criticism of, of our fandom, considering what we've been through and what we've, as fans, um, mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't, I can't take criticism. I can't take, you know, feedback on my level of fandom from someone who has a Super Bowl in the last few years. Dude, the, the Chiefs won the division this year for the, was it eighth straight year? I don't know. Maybe. Eighth straight year. Yeah, they've been good for a while. Um, and so he's he's partially living in the moment, right? Of like, you know, it's pretty damn easy right now to be a Chiefs fan. Yeah. Like, you got the yeah. best player in the league. You got eight straight division titles. You got a Super Bowl in the last couple of years. I don't know, man. Like, I, I can't. It's like a Packer fan telling me that they're a better fan. Like, mm-hmm. I put it on the same level. Like, I can't, I can't hear it. I can't listen to it. Right. I've been through, I've been through 98. I've been through 41 Donut. Dude, we're old. You know that, right? We're we're old people. Yeah. And the Vikings have not been to a Super Bowl in our lifetime. Right. Right. We're not that old, but we have been on this earth a long time and long ass dude, everything hurts on my body. That means I know. I'm and I have not seen a Super Bowl. Yeah. Participation. Not no like not not right. a win, a participation in a Super Bowl I have not seen. So, right. You know, it I yeah. There was parts of what he was saying that I'm like, I think he's kidding, and then and then I'm like, no, no, he's not, because um, he lives but, it, because he does but, shut off his phone, right? That is what he does. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, I think he's giving a shit, um, right? Because he loves to do that. But at, to your point, right? I will not take any criticism of how I choose to be a fan, right? From anyone other than, I don't know, fucking Lions fan. Right. Or, or a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, right? Like, just dog shit teams. You want to rag on me? Okay, fine. 
You think yeah. you're more hardcore than me? Okay, fine. Like, again, at the end of the day, I don't care. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want and enjoy my life. I just don't right. derive that much. Uh, I try not to put that much stock in it all. Right. I think that's where I'm at too. So I, we, we just watched the Colts game together mm-hmm. and I clearly get into the game. hundred like, percent. Yeah. I, could not, I couldn't sit down at the end of it. Right. Right. But if we would have lost that game and we were getting our asses kicked in the first half, we were laughing about it. Like it's not gonna, right. It's not gonna affect <clears throat> my week. It's, you know, I just, I, and it used to. For sure. It used to. And oh nine. You and I driving home from Torvigs changed that. Like, yeah, couldn't speak to each other, and and I think at the end we're like, we can't do this anymore. So yeah, I mean, it felt yeah. like somebody died, and right. it's just a, f- a stupid football game, right? right? And but but the 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 whole I can only enjoy a Super Bowl championship sixty percent. Nope. Like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself with that yeah. comment, right? Like, go yeah. sit on a you know, a hard metal spike and spin, dude. Right. Like that's just a, an absurd take. Like, and you're not part of it. Like, you should enjoy it. I a hundred percent think you should enjoy it, but you didn't do anything. Yep. You, you played no part in it. Right. So yeah, like you're, you're how much stock you put. That's totally up to you. Go for it. Yep. I don't, I don't know. It's, yeah, it was frustrating. That whole conversation was frustrating. You, you did a you did a good job of of staying calm, <laughs> um, relatively, and and handling that. But I I know like there there had to be people listening to that, um, that were ready to jump through their whatever they were listening on and strangle my cousin. It was chaos. Yeah. Right. Like, and. Yeah, I had to, I was talking to one of my friends the other day uh, that I play video games with, and he called somebody a Ross because <laughs> he had asked him a question, and that person went in a different direction. Yeah, and he's he's saying to me, he's like, Ross must have done that to you twenty times, and at and well, and the in the middle of episode two, you're just like, just answer the fucking question, Ross. Yeah. Well, Ross, so that's how his mind is. Yeah. But that was that was his mind on steroids because he was drinking. Mm-hmm. When he's drinking, um, it's just yeah. yeah. He loses sight of the road very quickly <laughs> yeah, right. when he's drinking. Uh, right? Yeah. 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 Absolutely. You know, I have to. You know, at the end of the day, I love the guy, um, but that's because I have to. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt without a doubt so yeah you get to spend some time with him so enjoy that you know honestly i like you know how conflict avoidant i am i'm gonna do everything i can to just i'm sure he'll bring up a fanatic comment and stuff and i'm just gonna do everything i can to um change the subject i don't want to ruin christmas i mean you're not gonna ruin it but you should get into it a little bit just for fun's sake just for funsies uh it reminds me of so Ross's brother Darren. So we we spent uh, growing up. We spent every Christmas together. Yep. Uh, he normally they would come up to Fairmont, and that's how he kind of got to know all you guys is uh, mm-hmm. his Christmas trips and stuff. And um, they were the best. I mean, we had such a good time, and we were like you know brothers growing up, which is awesome. Um, but 
Darren one year, the Vikings were playing the Packers on Christmas Eve or Christmas. I think it was Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, my brother-in-law, who is a huge Packer fan, right? Um, Shoot was him. there too. And Darren, Darren just made the very dry pan comment. He's just like, well, because the Vikings were playing the Packers. He said, they, uh, Jesus is going to shit on somebody's Christmas this year. <laughs> 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 was so, so so such a daring thing to say um and he was he was right i think the vikings won that year and brian and i actually had to watch the games the game on different levels of the house i was gonna say i bet i yeah. feel like because you two kind of go at it a little bit on things we used to. it's not as it's not as bad anymore okay um okay we just it's more of a we don't really we talk football and stuff but it's more uh grounded in reality sure on both ends like for sure. Um, but yeah, that year we, <laughs> we just halfway through the game, we just kind of separated. We didn't really say anything. We just kind of, he went upstairs. I stayed downstairs. That was yep. it. That's awesome. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. Jesus is going to shit on somebody's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Such a Darren line. I know. Such I a know. Darren line. Oh, mm-hmm. Christ. Speaking of Christ, miss. Yeah. Yeah, it's a couple days away, right? So, you know, uh, I, I just did one with Ben, um, and we were talking about, like, traditions. Yeah. And, like, things that you – so, like, what are you guys doing? What do you guys do for Christmas that's kind of, like, special and unique to the Dwyer house? Oh, so for the longest time, we didn't really have our – any traditions, right? Like, it was so – okay – this Christmas Eve will go with my family. Christmas Day will go with, and that was a lot of time before kids, and then when our kids were really young, and we had a point, probably when when Allie was maybe four or five, where we're like, you know, I think it's time that we start to create our own traditions. Absolutely. Um, and so uh, we we'll still go. I mean, we go to Lauren's uh, mom's house on Christmas Eve. Um, during the day, but we make sure that we love Christmas Eve. Like that's our, okay. that's, that's kind of our thing. And so we, we get home and we do open up, you know, uh, family pajamas. We do that every year. Yeah. Uh, it's a big one. Throw on, do some like hors d'oeuvres and snacks and stuff and open. Um, I like opening a ton of presents on Christmas Eve. Our girls do not. Yeah. That's that's a controversial take. I was gonna bring it up because you started talking about yeah. Christmas Eve. So you're pro Christmas Eve present opening. Yeah, dude. So when we were growing up, you know, Ross and Darren would be there. We would go to uh, midnight mass, which was te- which was actually at ten at ten p.m. So they called it midnight mass. A little hypocritical, for sure. And then we'd get home, and my mom would lay out this huge spread, mm-hmm. um, and we'd snack on that and have Christmas music and stuff. And then we would open presents until like 3 a.m. So why? And when did that start? Um, I don't know. <laughs> it's the way we always did it. And how does that mix with Santa? So we would open presents and then um, Santa would bring additional presents once everybody went to bed. So we'd still have Christmas morning. You're still opening presents. Like we'd save some. We're like, okay, we're going to save like two. Okay. And then Santa would bring the hall. And Santa presents were always the 
the meaty ones, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, the big ones. So you yep. you you just got a ton of presents for Christmas. It was obscene. Yeah. Yep. And 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 it yeah. And and the the dumb thing is that I don't remember. I remember a couple gifts I got. Right. Um. So and we try to Lauren and I try to remind ourselves of that when we're packing the you know, tree full of presents and stuff. It's like, they're not going to remember half this stuff. Like. Absolutely like, not. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think the, only, I remember I got a bike one year in Arizona that I remember and we got a dog one year and that was really about it. Otherwise every Ooh, other dog. Christmas. What's that? Dog. That's legit. It was. Yeah. That's the one that got kicked in the pool. <laughs> I love that. story. <laughs> Oh, I don't know if I've told that story on my podcast. I've told it on Ben's. Um, I was going to say, I've heard it on a podcast. It must have been Ben's. Yeah, it was on Ben's. Um, yeah, so we got Gizzy uh, one year, and that was probably my favorite Christmas ever. Hell yeah. You know, it's a dog, right? It's a, it's a live yeah. dog. It turns out the fucker bit everybody and ended up getting punted into a pool one day. Yeah, well, so, you know. <laughs> you'll, you'll always have that moment where you got the dog. Correct. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you guys don't do that now. You, you're just strictly Christmas morning present openers. No, no, no. We open, we open a few Christmas Eve, but I want to go hard. all out. You want to go hard. I get a lot of pushback on that Okay. Uh, from, from the girls. So I, I lose out on that. So, right. Um, but for me, like I've always enjoyed like Christmas day is great and everything, but then it's kind of like everything's opened and, and you're like, well, it's over. Like, mm-hmm. And now all we have is shitty winter. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Merry Christmas, Jeff. <laughs> Merry Chrysler. I, so I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's, I think, my favorite holiday, that and, and Fourth of July. Um, oh. But the reason I love Thanksgiving is because it kicks off the holidays. Christmas season. And there's no, there's no pressure on Thanksgiving. You're not counting gifts and like, okay, how many did we do this? And right. well, we still got to get these presents and stuff. <clears throat> Stuff your face, watch mm-hmm. football, and the next month is the best time of the year. Right. You know? And well, then, so shouldn't you by the, then by, let I me mean, just, by saying that, shouldn't Christmas be your favorite holiday? Yeah, because you enjoy that. so much of it? Right. You get to enjoy it for a month. Yeah. I, I enjoy the, the, the buildup to it more than the actual holiday. But the buildup is because of the holiday. Yeah, I, I'm not. We're not going to come together on this. Like, I, I have no logic in what I'm saying. It's fair. I get it. Um, but That's once fair. Christmas Day rolls around, I'm like, damn it! Now we now we just have cold ass three months until spring break, and then right, right. So, yeah. so in your pantheon of holidays, mm-hmm. it's Thanksgiving. Yep. Fourth of July. Yep. Then Christmas. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like Labor Day. Well, well, Flag Day. <laughs> Flag Day is a big one. Yep. Um, no, no, no. It's not like Christmas is. I love Christmas. Okay. I, I do it's, it used to be number one with a bullet? Sure. Like growing up, that what? was it. Yeah. And and now it now it's just not. Right, because of because of the stress and what comes after. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right on. Right on. I mean, you remember, like, growing up, like, in high school and stuff, like, when we'd get off of school, like, all we'd do is sit at usually my house and yep. 
like Christmas break was the best. Dude, we just do puzzles. Puzzles. Like well, mainly. So the way I remember it is my mom would buy a puzzle. Yes. That she had no intention of doing herself, even though she said she was going to do it. And usually Chuck, mainly Chuck, I thought, would get obsessed with the puzzle. But me, did you help? Oh, too? For, absolutely. Okay. I did not. I hate puzzles. Yeah. I, I mean, I love them now because of your mother. Yeah. That's awesome. Like I, I, I buy a puzzle or two every year, give them to the kids, and then I put them together. Really? <laughs> 100%. And then, and then my mom would glue them. Yeah, I don't go um, that far. Right. They, she would glue them and put them up the next year, like display them or whatever. So, yeah. Okay. But, yeah, yeah. No, those were the those were the best. And, like, we had, like, two weeks off for Christmas break. Well, and, and two, like, we would have all this time off, and then Christmas would happen, and and it always sucked when Christmas would end, but then we had our holiday tournament. Yeah. That we would go to. So we'd have Christmas right into the holiday tournament where we were going to go stay in a hotel somewhere mm-hmm. and God knows what was going to happen. And it was always, yeah, it was just the best. It was the best. Was the holiday tournament when we um, snuck into a girl's room and yeah. her dad was pounding on the door and we ended up jumping out of the second story of a hotel? Yep. yep. We hid behind the curtain when he came in. Yep. And he left, and we thought we fooled him. Correct. And then he just stood outside. We just stood outside because he knew he knew something was fucking up. And then we came, and so we just jumped out, like Mm -hmm. into the bushes. (laughs) Which uh, you've seen the other guys, right? Uh, Oh yeah, Uh, Will Ferrell. Yeah, and the opening scene is like The Rock and uh, Samuel L. Jackson. They're like, aim for the bushes. That's essentially what we did when we were 18 years old out of a hotel window. Yep, at a basketball tournament. We're 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 risking breaking our legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so stupid. Yep. And then we come, we come out, come out, you know, we go outside, we go around the side, we come up, and we're walking down the hall, and we see this guy, and I just remember we were all just like. Hey man, what's going on? Yeah. And we all go into yeah. our rooms and we were all in the same room. Cause I feel yeah. like that was also, uh, the tournament. No, it wasn't, but Christmas tournament was when munchies was invented. For sure. I, I don't know if it was that tournament, but I don't think it was. Yeah. Now that I'm saying that out loud. Yeah, yeah. man. Th- it was, it was the best. It was, it was yep. pure, pure joy. It still is for me. I enjoy the hell out of it, man. Like, I know it's, like, over on Christmas Day, but, like, I don't know. It's 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 the season, right? Yeah. And so I, I try not to, like, go into shitty, sad, seasonal affective disorder, right, like I lack vitamin D until after the new year. Well, I was just going to say, it actually lasts, like, you still, you're on break, the kids are off of school. You still have a New Year's, whatever you're doing for New Year's. So I, I completely agree. It's January 2nd that can go fuck itself. <laughs> Just like Ross. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yep. 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 Uh, yep. So is Christmas your favorite holiday? Yeah, I mean, that, I think that and 4th of July. Just yeah. because, like, 4th of July is, you know, it's it's always just a big get-together you know, I we we do a lot in the neighborhood, lighting off fireworks, getting day drunk. You know, it's yeah. 
watching the kids run around and play and it, yeah it's and it, you know celebrating freedom who doesn't love freedom yep right and you still have still have a lot of the summer left right yeah yeah so that, that, those are probably my two and honestly like thanksgiving is super low for me really a hundred percent man like i I just do not give a shit about Thanksgiving food. Okay. I, I, I guess I don't really either. I, I'll eat a plate. Yeah. Uh, but that's it. Like I said, for me, it's it's not as much about the food as it is about just uh, a carefree. I feel like it's more of a carefree holiday and what it kicks off, like I said, because I love. Sure thanksgiving until christmas love it yeah and i don't as i say i just don't think i've ever associated that with this i know it does clearly it's associated with the start of christmas but i try to start christmas season early i'm a big early lights guy i respect it so what it does mark is the next day i put up a tree so i will give it that (laughs) no uh yeah i just i don't care about the food and it always feels like it's so much about the food yeah and I've never been a huge eater, so right. you know, I don't give a shit about turkey and going back for thirds or whatever. Yeah, no thanks. So you don't, you don't, you don't like Thanksgiving leftovers. I do. I sure. Know. Well, for, yes, ish. I'm not a leftovers guy. You're not. No, and oh I'm I'm working hard to change that. Well, it's because I lived with my dad for a year, and we had like leftovers. For a year straight. Didn't you live with your dad for 18 years? Well, just me and my dad. Yes, I did live with him for 18 years. But then just me and my dad lived together for one year. Just us. Bachelors. Right? And my dad did not cook. But on Sundays, he would make a meal and make a ton of it. And that's what we ate every night until the next Sunday. That's rough. So I was just very anti-leftovers. Yeah. As soon as I like had my own money and could, you know, do whatever I wanted. Um, and Jen would always, always makes like more food than she needs for leftovers. And I'm like, Oh God, I have to force myself to eat it. And I don't like eating it two days in a row, sure. but I'm getting better at it. And then like with Turkey, it goes bad in like three or four days unless you freeze yeah. it. Yeah. So, no, I, I mean, a couple days I, I'm saying my, my favorite for Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving night eating a cold turkey sandwich on a bun with butter and like leftovers. Like I like day of leftovers. So eat early afternoon sure. and then house some leftovers at eight o'clock at night. That's the freaking yeah. best. Yeah. So, I would yeah. do that without a doubt. Um, when do you guys eat your Thanksgiving meal? Uh, usually around like one. Okay. See, we're, uh, we're like three-ish. So that's pushing to where... Then you can't eat late. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a mistake. I'm just beefing it, you know? Yep. I got to yep. get better at that. We got to get better at that in the Heinrich household. Yep. I would recommend one o'clock at the latest. Okay. Room for improvement. But honestly, I think one is the perfect time. I, I, I wouldn't eat at 11. I no. too early. Well, that, yeah, because I'm a breakfast guy. Yeah. So all holidays we do big breakfasts. Gotcha. Even on Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It, that seems 
Like I don't. You're not giving yourself a chance to eat earlier than three. Then I'm beefing it. Yeah, I got it. Well, we got we got some some room for improvement over at our house, yeah. so we will work on that. Yep. We'll get better. We'll improve. Okay, maybe maybe Thanksgiving right. will jump up the the rankings. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean it. It definitely has for me. But it's Christmas season. Yes. Okay. Yep. So I told you I wanted to do this. All right. Um, let's 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 take a spin on Christmas and come up with some Christmas wishes for the Minnesota teams. All right. Okay. And so I I don't want you to say I want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. Well, no right. shit. We all do, right? right? So, but you know, what do you wish they would do or be as a franchise or whatever? Right? I don't care. Start with whatever franchise you want. Okay. I'll go next. Oh, I go first? And we'll go back and forth. Okay. I'm going to let you start because I did give you a little heads up on this. So pick one, your hottest yeah. take. Man. Okay. So I'm going to say, oh, shoot. I'll pick, I'll go Vikings. Okay. Fresh in my mind. Um, I think my short-term Christmas wish is realistically an NFC championship game this year. Okay. That's what I feel like as a realistic, I'm not, you know, I would love to see them go to the Super Bowl. Um, we all would. We all would. I think the NFC is wide open, even though Philly's record is pretty gaudy. I, I do think the NFC is kind of wide open. Um, I think long-term, so I have come around Man, this is a this is a loaded question. I, I I have come around big time on cousins. Yeah. Um, I respect him so much more than I have in the past. Um, especially his he's just a tough he's dude. A fucking warrior. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. Him uh, and JJ, I don't understand how they're alive. Well, cousins, so you uh, was it on the, the Ross uh, podcast where you said, you know, I think you referred to him as pudgy or something. And I'm like, no, I, like, yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I'm just, you know, you're, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying exaggerating because they have Mahomes. He's kind of a beast. Whereas JJ, yeah. he's, JJ's not a big dude. No. Like, and the hits he takes, I don't know. So Jefferson and Cousins to me are two of the toughest guys in the league. And so I guess my, what I'm getting at is I'd like to see them invest more in cousins for another few years. Um, and I guess obviously <laughs> start building a defense. Okay. Um, I would love to see So if I had a Christmas wish, I'd say four straight division titles. Four straight. Yeah. Because I think, I think the Packers, I think I think that's a, a ship that's sinking. I'd agree with that. Yeah. I I will say my fingers are crossed for that. For sure. Let's hope love is not good. I know. If he <laughs> is whatever. Like I, I won't <laughs> I won't deal with that very well. Um, no. Not at all. Yeah. So I, 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 again, it's sad that everything I'm saying, I have not said a Super Bowl 
championship. Wait, like, wait. Not you can't go. I don't want you to say that. That's the, yeah. for all of our franchises, that's the, well, no shit. Right? right. But like, is there something you think they can do to like get them there or whatever? Right. And yeah, I, I have a ton of respect for cousins. Like I, I do not dislike that he is on our team by any right. stretch of the imagination. And you've, you've, that's changed a little bit for you, right? Like, have you, has your opinion changed of him this year? Yes and no. <clears throat> yes. in that I think he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, no in that, because my Christmas wish is I want us to find a franchise fucking quarterback that we just know is good. Okay. The fact that it's debatable with him. Sure. Is what I don't want. Right. I'm, I'm a firm believer that you cannot win in this league without an elite player at the quarterback position. And it's not that he's not, or he can't be. I think he's taken leaps and bounds. I mean, he is doing shit that we've we've begged him for for you know I don't know how long he's been on the team five years to do. He just he drops back and he's like fuck it. JJ's out there somewhere. Yeah, right. Which is what like Rogers has done for years. Right, is just throw it deep and hope for a pi or they or you catch it. Worst case scenario, they pick it off and it's just a deep you know it's a punt. Right. Um. So he's improving, but he still has those moments of like check down Charlie syndrome where he's he gets uh, a little bit quick with quick with it right like giving up the big play for these small ones right and so I want somebody who's gonna like be a playmaker yeah and I think he's doing really well this year because JJ is doing really well this year you don't think O'Connell has because uh, of O'Connell okay okay Right. Well, I was going to ask you: Do you do you think because you made the comment you can't win in this league without an elite player at the quarterback position? So, would you consider Stafford an elite quarterback? No. Right. And so I know. Like, I know. Okay. I know. I get. I know. I it, yeah. Well, this, this is the beauty of sports, right? Yeah. Uh, the flip side of that is they had an incredible defense. Yeah. And it was a one-year flash in the pan. I get Clearly. that. I get that. Um, yeah. They built up to it for one year. I don't want the Vikings to do that. I don't want them to trade so much capital to try and get this. Because, I mean, no one's going to give that up if they have it without mortgaging your franchise, without a Herschel Walker trade. Right. Right. Um, so I want them to just find one. Right? Yeah. And if – you you just look at these teams that seem seemingly can find them anywhere and we fucking can't. Yeah. Like it's, Purdy. Yeah. <laughs> Purdy. Without a doubt, right? Like Brock yeah. Purdy is he's their third string quarterback and he is winning games. Yeah. I get he's well, not they have a defense. Correct. I get that he's not doing it all himself. Like their defense yeah. is incredible and honestly they'll probably they have if they're not the favorites, they will be. Yeah. Because Hurts is hurt. Yeah, but he, yeah, yeah. Right, so, you know, but again, you know, you, you, Jalen Hurts, he wasn't a top whatever draft pick. Like, I want them to say, you know what, we believe in this person. And, like, just go take that person. Yeah. Right? And yeah. 
develop it and let us have a homegrown franchise quarterback for the next 15 years. I don't care when it happens. I just want to yep. see that happen. That's my Christmas Christmas wish for the Vikings. Okay, I like it. I like <laughs> it. Okay, I got a little more uh, specific than I, I than what you were intending. I got it now. I get it now. Okay. All right. So next, so you're up. Yeah. I'll go for the Wild. Okay. My Christmas wish is they ditch the fucking Christmas colors mm. and they just go straight North Stars jerseys forever. Amen. And ever, amen. You know, the Wild do so, like, they're, they do so much right, right? Like, their, yeah. their arena is awesome. They have a great game day experience. Like, when you go to a Wild game, it's a good time, no matter yep. what. Um, good promotions, all that stuff that they do. Um, but, man, I, they, they beefed it on the name. The, the name Minnesota Wild is horrible. And their, great. Uniform, their uniforms are just, it's so bad. And, and again, you know, we love to talk about uniforms. I get it. And that might bore people, but like the wild and, and it's, it's so apparent with the wild because when they go to the North stars colors, it's night and day. People freak out. Yes. It looks good. It does. I don't know why. It is not a throwback thing, a nostalgia thing. That that combo looks good. Right. Okay. The the stupid gold again, it's Christmas colors. I get that. Yeah, that looks good. It does not look good on an everyday basis. It looks good for twenty four days or you know, twenty seven days from Thanksgiving to Christmas a year. That's it. Nobody wants to see that combo outside of there. Yep. Yep. I think that's a great Christmas wish. I don't. I also don't know enough about hockey to like have an awesome take about hockey. So I went with uniforms. <laughs> yep. No, I respect it completely, and and I think we've talked about that in in our group. Hundred um, percent. Every, everybody shares that opinion. It's just so bad. Yeah. If you don't, I'll fight you. Right. All right. That's a good one. Go That's for it. You one. got one for the wild. I don't. Uh, a compliment to Kirill. A goaltender. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't have a. I love I love watching hockey and stuff, but I I don't know enough to give a X's and O's take. Okay. Real is the real deal, though. I mean, he's he's fun to watch for sure, for sure. Um, I'll take the Wolves. Okay, perfect. Because I have a zero for the Wolves. Go for it. Uh, trade cat. Oh yeah, that's a hot take. I, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, like, I can't. He's unwatchable. They lost tonight, but they're they've been playing. It's just a different product when he is not on the floor. Yeah. Um, and so, and you can get a boatload for him, I think, because um, he's awesome. He, I, I'm not denying that he's not a good player. Like he's right. He's, uh, his skill set is unheard of. Right? Uh, is mm-hmm. he seven foot? Yeah, at least. Yeah, I mean, seven footers shouldn't be able to do what he does. Correct. Um, but I don't think he's a leader. I don't think, and he should be right. He's our fan, a quote unquote franchise player. Yep. Build around Ant. Like that dude is a beast. Um, put some pieces around him that that complement him, and that I mean, you know, I hated Jimmy Butler when he did what he did here. Sure. That dude was spot on. 
<laughs> like he knew he knew within a year he's like these guys are punks and i'm gonna call him out on it and was he here one year no he was here too went to the playoffs the first year he was here came in they went to the play i think that was cat's rookie year no i don't think okay. so it was not i don't know shit about basketball um it was closely thereafter yeah yeah, I just don't uh, think it was his rookie year. I think um, it was... But, yeah, he came in. They went to the playoffs year one. Year two, again, he realized – I think he realized that he had to do so much of that lifting and the other big player who was capable of it wasn't doing any of the lifting. Well, players, right? Because Wiggins was – Oh, my God. Wiggins. I forgot about that trash bag. Right. <laughs> Right. shit that's right yeah yeah so he, he basically said wiggins and cat are not it and and you know basically called him out on it and and at the time i'm like screw this guy like yeah comes in and thinks he's all that and then like clearly he was on to something God, he fucking... i don't know i just i can't i can't handle watching cat anymore i just can't do it yeah he's just a baby it's crazy that no one has got to him and said, knock it off, knock it off. Yep. And maybe they have, and he just won't do it. And then, then that's why you trade him because without a doubt. Yep. Without a doubt. Right. It's, it's, it's my, it's my frustration with soccer, right. It's just seeing people wilt. Yep. For no apparent reason. Right. Mm -hmm. I get it. Like if you're hurt, but when you know somebody just taps you on the arm, and that's the league, I guess, in some respect. I I don't know. I I don't watch enough basketball to really like dissect it. But I watch the playoffs and I watch the finals, and like I, I know not a lot of people like the Golden State Warriors. Yeah. Um, and I don't like Draymond Green. Can't stand him. But I respect that part of his like game and just how he he doesn't he doesn't let that shit you know like he's he just seems like he's a leader with respect to that he doesn't like get frustrated when somebody or he didn't I, I should say that he didn't he's a bit of a baby now right yeah i mean he leads the league in technicals man like, but he, he, I, he used he, to be he, just the tough centerpiece of them yeah I get he's not yeah. now. And so maybe that's part of it, right? Is there like how many tough guys are there in the fucking league anymore? I don't know. I think Ant. I think he know. could be. I know. Could be if somebody got out of his way. You're you're absolutely right. Yep. So I that's that's where I'm at. I, I, I hate to say it too, because I like I said, I'm not saying that Cat is not a great player. He's ridiculous, but mm -hmm. I think I think we can be better with other pieces and yeah. not have, and, and again, you want your best player to be a leader and he's just not right. Right. Yeah. The fact that he can, he can single-handedly change a game like he did against Memphis on yep. certain nights, but yep. then also single-handedly take himself out of a game right through his stupid decision is that's just not acceptable at yep. that level. Yep. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think my Christmas wish for the Wolves would be to do away with the the highlighter uh, uniform thing they're trying to do. Cake? What's that? 
another uniform. Another take. uniform take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, I got I, it. I, I, you know, let's bring back the pine trees and the yeah. funny writing of wolves on the letter. Let's go throwback. I, yeah. I don't know. Throwback to the original wolves. They they do that every once in a while. Like the original wolves jerseys were pretty sweet. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't like the highlighter thing. I don't either. anymore. I used to when it first kind of broke out, but now everybody's doing it. I just want some originality. Yeah. And they're just very much, you know, kind of following this trend. And right. If you're going to be this mediocre team, you know, blaze your own trail. It's kind yeah. of where I come down on it. On the, not to derail us too much, but on the uniform bit, uh, Allie showed me today. So apparently the Vikings are doing uh, a whiteout. Yes. Um, have you seen the uniforms? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what is the difference between what Allie showed me, which is their uniforms going into Saturday. Yep. And their road uniforms. Purple pants. No, they were white. No. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. Yeah, it's white tops, purple pants. Uh, normally. Correct. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yep. She's like, Allie's like, there was a rumor they were going to do white helmets. I'm like, Allie, do you know what Jeff and I would have done if they would have done white helmets? I would. So I'm going. Are you really? Nice. So I would have ran on the field and stolen one. <laughs> yeah, I think I would have too. <laughs> like, arrest me. I don't care. I'm taking one of these yep. fuckers home. Yep. The did it. There's nothing. There's nothing that correct. Says you can't do it. You just have to give the league a little notice. Yep. That would have been fire. Just Ooh. a white helmet, purple horn. Let's go. Yep. Vikings by Vikings by uh, four and a half if they went white. <laughs> four and a half, a billion. You can't go. You can't go more than four and a half with this team. That's but, fair. Yeah. That's a fair take. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So we'll, we'll see. I mean, I, I'm hoping they like do some shirts because if you're just you're just asking you know 65,000 people to show up in white that's tough I, think, I know i think that's what they're doing though i don't think they're handing out anything I, but they should because i know again it makes sense for penn state white is one of their colors right so then the entire stadium is stark white and it looks fire right but when your colors are not white yeah, I mean, the only white that Vikings fans are going to have is if they have uniforms of the the visiting uniform. Right. The jersey. Which most people don't buy. Right. You don't see a lot of white Vikings shirts. No. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah, that's true. So you're just kind of you're setting yourself up for failure there. Supposed or, to- or, or just you wear, like if it was me going, I would just wear a white shirt. Like it doesn't have to be Vikings. Yep. I'd probably wear a white shirt. Right. Yeah. Again, so hopefully they do something cool like that. I don't know if they will. I mean, you see it in NBA games where they will do that. And so hopefully they do something like that because I think that would be incredible, right? Like showing the foot of snow outside, all white. That'd be dope. And they will win hands down as they should. Yep, Yep, for sure. Um, So I'm up. Twins. Twins. And this is on the heels of very recent news with respect to Carlos Correa. Yeah. And then their subsequent misses. Okay. I want them to recognize what type of franchise they are. They do not swim in a big pond. Quit fucking swinging. Quit even pretending. 
to play that game. Okay. Okay. So what is what is the alternative? I want them to be be this like smaller market uh, or middling market homegrown team that, yeah, I mean, get what you can, but don't don't run us through the ringer. Don't try to play this. Hey, we offered him 10, 285. He took 13, 315. Well, that's, it's 40 million for like three more years. Are you shitting me? And that's 10 years down the road. You can't do that? Of course you could. Right. Of course you could have. Your owner's the seventh richest in the league. Yeah. You could swing that dick if you wanted to. You just don't want to. So don't pretend to. I don't want to fucking hear it. And they offered, what's his, that Rondone guy? They offered him more money than he signed for. Not everybody wants to play here. I get it, right? We're, we are not New York. We are not L.A., San Francisco. We're not one of these badass cities that people vacation to. I get yeah. that. I want, I want to see him draft, like draft well, and quit fucking around with people in the minors. Bring them up. Because they, so, so I'll, I, th- I feel like they draft well. They do. Right? Bring them up. Quit Bring them up. fucking over their careers. Let them come up. Let them, like, you know, get a, Br- get a Bryce Harper and bring him up to the big leagues at 19. Yeah, I know it's easier exactly. said than done, but you have, they consistently have a top farm system, and we consistently, like, hold those people back because yeah. they want to maintain control of their contracts. But we're not doing anything with any of those. So get them up. See if you can put together this young team that can shock the world like the Marlins did one year, right? That all these teams, like, it's possible if you just quit holding those fuckers back. Right. And you're you're taking swings on these. You know you're not going to get them. You know you're not. We got Correa last year. Pure, because it was a, coming out of COVID. None of the owners know, knew what to do. And nobody wanted to pay him this big contract. So we gave him, we, it's almost like he, he was like, hey, here's what I'll come to you for. You have no leverage. I hold it all. And when have, has that ever occurred? When has that ever occurred where the player holds every single ounce of leverage in a contract? Right. Ne- and so is that what we're going to do? It's not it. Quit fucking around in that world. Focus on your like farm system. Get free agents when you can. Yes, I get that. Like, but don't try and go after these big guys because you're not going to get them. And quit pretending right. and saying right. like, "Oh, we did our part." I think they're doing it to appease the fan base, right? Correct. Like, Stop. Fans. Stop. Yeah. We we can see through it. Like it's bullshit. Get yeah. these young guys up and build this awesome. I mean, remember, remember when, we, when it was Hunter, um, jo- what's that dude, Jocks. Jock Jones. Jones, right? We had these like young pitchers that, you know, Johan was coming up. We had these like this young Mariano. team that was coming up. Yeah. And they all played together through the minors and they were a legit squad. Obviously, we didn't win it all, but like do that. Don't yeah. hold these guys back. Give them a chance. Let them fail at the big league level. Yeah. Like, well, Royce Lewis, what? He blew his ACL. Yes, I get yeah. that. But again, he's been. So I guess what I was going to get at is that I mean they have. I mean they drafted Buxton. Like my my wish list on Buxton, obvious is very obvious. Like, um, just be healthy. <laughs> yeah, be helpful. I mean, 
he's an MVP caliber player if he could stay on the field. Correct. But that that's a draft pick. Obviously, like Royce Lewis and did they draft Kepler? I think so, yeah. Yeah. And or they traded okay. and or they traded like farm prospects right. for him, right? Like that happens all the time. It doesn't have to be like somebody you drafted, but it's more like when you get these assets at the at the lower levels, bring them up. Yeah. Give them a chance them to up. succeed at the big league level. You know, I think they did with a rise, right? Reluctantly, because nobody thought he was going to be good. Right. I think he was brought up as a utility player who in his first year just happened to, like, he, nobody could get him out. And they're like, oh, shit, we got this dude. Yep. Now he's stuck. You know, and I, I honestly think, I think that that owner, the you know, the leadership of the Twins, when he came up like that, gangbusters wishes they hadn't brought him up sure they de- yeah I, I get what you're saying i mean hopefully that's not the case but i i get what you're saying well it's 100 percent the case like the game that they play with the contract thing yeah and i hate it right and yeah. they did that to buxton for two to three years because they wanted to maintain his control as opposed yeah. to letting us have this you know, and the butterfly butterfly effect goes in, you know, to all these decisions. Like, maybe he's not this injury-prone, you know, stud. If he gets up and he has successor, I don't know. Maybe Royce Lewis never tears his ACL if he's up at the big league level when he's 21 years old and has, the like, all the resources available to him forever, right? And same with Buxton. I don't know, but, like, they, without a doubt, hold their prospects back. Yep. Stop it. Like, bring these kids up and let them flourish. And then they'll maybe, maybe they will show you some loyalty and stick around. Right. Because you're not getting these big fish. Yep. Or you're getting them on rent, like Korea essentially Correct. was. Correct, which was worthless. 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 Yep. And when we got him, held back, shortstop. Right. Like, why did, why? Yeah. That's a good one. I like it. Sorry, that was my frustrated take. No, no, no. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm as frustrated uh, with the Twins as any team, just because, as you know, you and I are obviously big baseball fans, and baseball. I've always said baseball when when your team is good, it's so fun because they play every damn day. Yeah. And when your team is bad, it sucks so bad because they play every damn day. Yep. You know, like, it's like, it's, it's, you know, so, and it gets you through the summer. Like, it's so fun, not gets you through the summer, but it's so fun having the summer, like, tuning into games at night. And, um, but when they suck, it's like, yeah, so. Thought it out. Yeah. Do you have a wish for the Twins? Hmm. Hmm. My wish, it's it's an obvious one, but I just, I, I really think that Buxton could be an MVP. And so I, if I had my, my wish, I'd just say, let him play 140 games and see, yeah, you know, see what happens, see, see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Cause he was on his hair last year. Couldn't pitch to him in the, in the beginning of the no. year. No, no. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. So yeah. uh, I like that though. I like I like the premise. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks. I was, yeah. yeah, I was just noodling on that, and I was like, "What? Where could I go with this?" 
got to do something Christmas. And I'm going to drop this on Christmas Day. I'm not going to wait till the day after. I'll, nice. I'll edit it and get it out and just push it out. And so people will be able to listen to it uh, whenever they want. Um, and I am going to hit pause and okay. refill. Oh, and, me too. And pee. All right. And pee. All right. Got Night Condo going now. Mm-hmm. That's huge. I don't like it, actually. Hang on one second. Nick and I found filters for our backgrounds. Oh, this is recording. Uh, I just turned it back on. Yeah, this is good content. Yeah. I'm pouring okay. a drink. You're looking for filters for your background. This is what this is what people want to know. Yeah, we're going. You're going under the sea. All yeah, right. Well, shit, the fish are moving in the background. It's tough to beat. Yeah. Well, now I got to adjust because I had on, uh, you know, the Christmas landscape for the Christmas portion of the episode. That would be my. Um, I had that option. That's crazy you didn't. No, I know. Um, yeah. Uh, you're under the sea. I'm you're in, in space. space. That's how we roll, you know? Yep. Uh, yeah, so... What's weird about your background is that you're flying that ship backwards. I just turn around. I'm talking to my crew. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, we're having a, we're having a safety briefing. Mm-hmm. Putting on a sweatshirt because it got a little cold in the basement. Got it. You got a heated basement. Mine's barely heated. Frustrating. Especially when Dave is ripping down insulation. God, this son of a bitch. Did I show you what he did to the ceiling? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. No, I feel like I did. I sent you a video. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he he, he tore down the plastic. Yeah, he tore down the sheathing yeah. and insulation from the ceiling. Right. <laughs> the dog did. Yeah, my yeah, my dog did. Right. I, I thought that that was. I thought I had tricked him by putting up wood, and that there's no right. way he can reach up there. Fool me once, Dave. Yep, exactly. Fool me once, won't happen again. Now your crate's in the middle of the room. Yep. I just, I, I honestly, I hope he just doesn't figure out that he could easily jump out of that fucking thing. Step out. He doesn't need to jump. Yeah. He needs to step uh, out. Honestly, he could just put a paw on it, knock it over, and then right. it's just a hole for him to go through. Right. Thankfully, he's like super scared of things at times. Yeah. <sighs> Speaking right. of dogs, I got a quick story for you. Yes. Um, where I started drinking tonight was at our neighbors, um, not direct neighbors over a little bit in our neighborhood, but they are foster, uh, a foster family for dogs. Yep. Like they, Respect. they are saints. They they bring in these dogs. They brought in a pregnant dog a while ago. Wow! And and uh, you know the dog gave birth to eight puppies, and they raised them to to the point where then they could be adopted out and stuff. They it's Huge. called like a whelping crate or whatever. Yeah. I mean they have like a Taj Mahal downstairs. Sure. But anyway, they they just brought in uh, another pregnant dog. Jeez. And the dog gave birth to two puppies and there was no stillborns or anything. It was just a two puppy litter. <laughs> um, and you know, healthy puppies or whatever. And then another dog, uh, gave birth to five puppies on the same day. Okay. These puppies were abandoned. Like the, the owners said, we're not doing it and we're, we're just going to ditch them. So this rescue organization came and got them and 
needed um, a dog who had given birth recently to nurse to, to attempt to adopt these puppies oh, sure, sure. as their own. Yep. And it could go either way, right? It could go yeah. self quick and it could, you know, the, the mom could reject the puppies or whatever. So anyway, long story short, this uh, mom, they brought the puppies to the, to our neighbor's house and the mom immediately uh, started bathing, like licking them wow. and brought them in. And now they are her puppies. Wow. And this dog. So we went over to meet the puppies. The puppies are like a pound and a half right now. They're like brand Jeez. new. And the mom is just totally cool with you, you know, holding the puppies. And then when it's time to feed, she just goes into the corner. The puppies like scurry, you know, yeah. army crawl. They can't even open their eyes. No. And so this dog named Luna is the most badass mom I've ever seen. Like, it is such a cool, and it's on the news. Like it did. Uh, oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. So nice. So that's you gonna, where I was. You gonna get a third? Uh no. And <laughs> it's it's against city ordinances to have three dogs in Maple Grove. Oh, burn Maple Grove did down. Not, did not know that. I didn't. I don't. I mean. You could you could have two dogs and then say the third is a foster and be fine. Like this family has a million dogs. Yeah, they don't. I mean, come on, Maple Grove, get your shit no, together. We, but but as Avery's holding one of the puppies, saying we are adopting this puppy, and we're like, no, it's illegal. <laughs> <laughs> Take and that, Avery. Yeah, you are you wrong. Want to go to jail. Yeah, you don't want your dad and mo- your mom and dad going to prison, federal mm-hmm. prison, for this. Federal prison, yeah, exactly. It's a federal offense. Yep. For so, a city ordinance. Cool dog story. That's just the best. I know. All dogs are the best. Yep. I mean, a bad dog, I'll find you a shitty person, right? Yeah, exactly. It's not the dog's fault. Um, No, so we refilled. Yep. We've been talking some sports. Yeah. Should we talk some Vikings? That's also sports. Yeah, I know, but should we deep dive the Vikes? Sure. What do you got? Or talk about them. Yeah. Or do we not want to talk about them? I mean, I had a blast for the majority of that game, watching it with you and Backer. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that Colts game will go down. I mean, that was I, – I still can't quite get my head around it. No. No. Like, and people people like all the the sports center and and everybody who's talking about it is like it's the biggest comeback in the NFL history. They came down they came back from 33 points and then they stopped. And I'm like, you need to say in the second half. That was Correct. that was not a 33 com, uh point comeback in the game. Right. They were down 33 at halftime. Right. And started and 3 and out. And they went three and out and threw a pick in the second half. Yep. And the Colts scored in the second half. And we had touchdowns called back. Two of them. Correct. It's, insane, it's, an, in, it's like, an insane performance that I don't know how to feel about. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you, I, I, don't go down the negative road of being like, how are you down 33 points to a horrible team? Uh, no, no. I, that, that, I think it's, it's not, oh, my God, how could you? I get like shit games happen. I just don't know how to feel about it, right? Because the shit things that were happening were 
you know, middle school level football problems. And then elite level solutions, which just is, is, it blows my, it it just blows my mind. Right. Uh, The things that we were doing to get in that hole. Right. Right. I know. I, I mean, I did, I was happy with the defense. Shockingly. Well, I was just going to say that. Like, you gave up 33 points in a half they of football. They did And you gave up one uh, defensive touchdown. Correct. There we go. Yeah. You were getting there. Yep. 100%, right? Like, that's that's an impressive performance. And the, you, you can't yell at them or be mad at them. Uh, Tina's here. Nice. Can't, hey, Tina. Can't be mad at them for, you know. Pick her up, Jeff. Put yeah, her on your shoulder. I know. She's a heavy bitch now. <laughs> <laughs> so, she's not cooperative. She's You're snorting. Or something. <laughs> hey, Tina. <laughs> you hear her snorting? She's <laughs> like, put me down. She doesn't like it. Um, yeah, you can't be mad at them for giving up seven points, you know, getting put in those positions. She's just snorting like a motherfucker. I'm sorry. She does not like being picked up. God, she's so heavy now, Nick. You got to come over. I know. I know. Look at her. She's a solid hundred. I bet hundred five now. Already. She was ninety four two weeks ago. Man, she's a dick girl. Man. Uh, anyways, yeah, you can't be mad at them uh, for for giving up one TD, right? And the second half. Well, and and before the second, before you go to the second half, the the points they gave up on field goals, they were. Uh, Indy was starting on our end of the field every drive. We had two yeah. full downs that we didn't get. The yep. stupid fake punt. Yep. Like, yeah, the defense. Yeah, putting them like in terrible positions. Of, what's that? Putting them in terrible positions. Yeah. And yeah. that's that. Again, that uh, factors into like I don't know how to feel about it because right. those decisions are incredibly stupid. Yeah. Right. We're watching it. And, you know, we're just all laughing <clears throat> at the calamity that's, you know, unfolding before our eyes. I mean, well, I was. Well, let's full disclosure. You took a nap at halftime. I did without a doubt. Right. <laughs> um, well, we'd been drinking. And I was like, you know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Fuck it. Like it, yep. Joe and Nick are being grossed in a conversation. I'm going to doze off here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think I missed the three and out. Um, and then. Yeah, like you, you yeah, I just I, I feel like you can't be doing that stuff, but what blew my I think one of the you know, we talked about when we were watching the game early in the second half, right? I think they went three and out and then we scored and then they went three and out and again. And I yeah. I feel like I said if they just run the ball from here on out, I don't think there's enough time. If the Colts just run the ball Correct. From here on out, yeah, 100%. I don't think that there's was, enough time. That was the most mismanaged second half. I mean, obviously Saturday is is it, over his skis, and he's Ugh. not going to be the coach. No. <clears throat> yeah. And, uh, and then uh, I thought something else that was wild. I hated the broadcast team. I don't know how, I don't know how you felt, but, like, Nate Burleson – Right, Vikings player. Yep. He was calling that they were going to come back. You know, and it, yeah, I remember that. So why do you hate them? He was right. 
No, I yeah, I disliked the Noah guy. I didn't like him. Oh, gotcha. But I yeah, like Nate. But as as Burleson was saying that, I remember saying, "Will you stop it, Nate?" <laughs> like, stop talking like they're about to come back. This game is over. Yeah. Yep. And that's where I wrestle with the fan fanatic thing, right? Uh, it, but what's funny is like, and that's when I started texting Ross, right? Like, um, and I just said like like three times in a row there. I hate that. Um, I texted Ross because Allie had come or Avery had come down. No, it was Allie came down, and you'd said to her, "If she if if we score again, you gotta go back upstairs." Well, that that was when things were starting to go well for us, and so I said, "Oh yeah, if if things go downhill." You gotta leave. You're going, you're going back upstairs, and she understood, but it didn't. So a- Allie won the game. Yep, and you know, single handedly, she won the game for the Vikings by staying downstairs. I would agree, keeping that positive momentum. So, what were you saying to Ross? Like, what? Just about because I started texting him because you guys were getting excited, right? Yeah. Um, and I had taken a nap. And I said, I, I think I even said to him, I was like, I said, Nick has just told Allie she can't be down here if things go poorly. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So right. we're invested, right? But yeah, for sure. For sure. So how do you think it's this is like gonna go? What do you think about Sunday against the Giants? Saturday. Or Saturday against the Giants. I'm going to the game. I should know what day it is. Yikes. Yeah, you might want to cover that. How are you going to the game? I'm going to drive there and then walk in the door with a ticket. I'm sorry. Did you, I should, (laughs) (laughs) you buy tickets yourself? Are you going with a buddy? Like what's, uh, I came into some tickets. That's awfully shady. Awfully cryptic. Yeah. No, I came into some tickets. Um, got a good deal. Jack has never been decided, you know, fuck it. I'm going to splurge. And they are only going, yeah, whole family's going. And nice. wait till you see a picture. Okay. Probably the best okay. seats I've ever had in my life. Best seats? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, so so how do you think Saturday will go? I think they'll win Saturday. I think they'll cover uh, barely. Hot take. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. Barely? No, barely, yeah. I don't think this this team isn't going to blow anybody out. Nope. Um, I think they're going to lose in Green Bay. Okay. Um, I don't think that's going to matter. Um, I think they're the two seed, man. I think they're going to win two more games. I think they're the two seed. I think they're going to make the NFC championship game. And, uh, and I think they'll win two more. So you think, think they're winning at Chicago? I think they'll beat Chicago. Yeah. Chicago's bad. I mean, they, they hung with Philly. Um, yep. So, Fields is kind of figuring shit out. Yeah. And that's our nemesis, running quarterbacks. Yeah, I don't think Chicago wants to win that game, to be honest. And so... Interesting. Because um, I'm looking at it as, do we have anything to play for? Probably not, so we'll lose. I think we do. Is Chicago the last game? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. I, either way, we'll get a, obviously we already have a home game. Uh, hopefully we have two NFC championship. I think that's where, where we say goodbye, but I'm, I, I hate to be like uh good enough. Cause that just drives me crazy. But 
I've had so much fun this year. Sure. With these games that like, if they go out in the second round or third round, like it'll suck and I'll be pissed for, you know, a little while. Um, but this year has been so much fun. Like that Buffalo game, the indie game, uh, every game. Like I went to the Detroit game and the Chicago game and they were phenomenal. Like we came back in both those games and like, it's just been a crazy year. Right. Sorry about that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. I had to wipe off all of Tina's spit (laughs) from my microphone. (laughs) Um, yeah, I. So here's my position, and this is not negative. I love everything you said. This year has been awesome to just watch. Yeah. We've had three, four games of pure insanity that have just been super fun to watch and, you know, a very anti Ross take, you know, texting each other during these like crazy back and forths or whatever they may be. I live on that, right? I love our group text. I, that got us through COVID. It's died down a little bit, but, you know, we all try to keep it going however we can. And I think Sunday is a big part for us to stay connected. And the Vikings are helping us do that through the week. And so, when to me, come playoffs, anything that happens there is, is a bonus. I honestly, I can see them losing first round. I could yeah. see him going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I know. And fuck it, it's house money because this team was dog shit last year. Exactly. <laughs> and it's the same goddamn team. Yep. They were dog yeah, shit last I, year. I completely agree. So the fact and, that we got this this year is awesome to me. Right. I'm worried about next year, but whatever. We'll deal with that then. That, those are tomorrow, you know, that's a future problem. Right. Hey, now. Right, so I got to go back to Ross. I hate to harp on Ross too much more, but like his take on that we shouldn't be texting during games. Like I have to, like it's my therapy when I'm watching a stressful game. Yeah, to communicate with someone, and unfortunately, a lot of times we have a lot of shit going on where we can't all get together for the games. Correct. Like it's just that's life is life. Yeah, we Um, haven't yet this year. So I need to be able to communicate what is going on and vent. And like, I don't understand how that makes me a lazy fan. Like there's, what is the, what is the play clock? 40 seconds, 35 seconds. I should know that. Yeah, Correct. That's what you I said. There's 40 you seconds you between plays, dude. Like, I don't get it. What are you calling the fucking play? Are they texting you asking what to do next? No. Each play is six seconds. Correct. The rest of the time, they're, they're just standing around. There's plenty of time to text. I don't. And let's, let's figure out a way to murder Ross. Fair. We'll keep it, we'll keep it on the down low. Yep. Um, we'll build a team. Um, In. Okay, let's do it. Man. Okay, Ross is screwed. He is. Uh, what implement are we using? A gun? An axe? Uh, uh, a spoon? A plant. Flamethrower. Oh, flamethrower. It's a tough look, Ross. Good Throwing luck. the shit out of his feet and, and watch him die from a, a burn infection of his feet. There we go. Oh, man. This is, that, went, <laughs> that went south. <laughs> We're not going to kill him with the flamethrower. He's going to die. I'm going to exchange gifts with him <laughs> tomorrow for Christmas. <laughs> that yep. fucker. 
That piece of shit. Just kidding. Yep. Yep. He's 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 Ross. Yeah. All right. Um yeah. So no, I think I, I just had so much fun with this this season. It's been so much it's just a different vibe than the years under Zimmer and stuff. And I just think it's been it's been awesome. And I yeah, I'll continue to watch and cheer hard. Yeah, I'll cheer I'll cheer. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be hard, right? Yeah. Like in the second half. Sometimes I'll just laugh at the screen and right. figure out something else to do. It, it, honest to God, had I not been with you on sun, uh, Saturday, I probably would have turned the game off. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, I'll, I'm just going to enjoy my life, and hopefully the Vikings uh, continue to, to bring me some joy throughout the year. Yep. And into the playoffs and all that good stuff. No, yep. so you... uh. You know, we'll we'll wrap this up here in a little bit. But I, I when we were texting about like what's what, like you had some rapid. You said yeah, I want to oh, do I some rapid of, fires. I like when you do. I like when you do rapid fires. I like when people ask you rapid fire questions. And and there's things that, like I was thinking about these questions, that it's weird that I don't know the answer to. Okay. Um, being how close we are and how long we've known each other. Sure. Um. And so I was just going to, yeah, maybe we, I, I was just going to ask you a couple questions. Fire away. I don't know what your favorite movie is. Ooh. Are we defining a genre or just all time? Uh, damn it, Jeff. Just answer the fucking question. Tombstone. Really? Yeah. I'm your Huckleberry. Damn right. Yeah. My hypocrisy knows no bounds. Absolutely, brother. It's a, it's. It's a it's a great movie for one, and why it resonates so much with me is the deep level of friendship that Wyatt and Doc Holliday have for each other. And I love that's it, how, and that's how I feel about my brothers. I love it. Guy was on his deathbed, rode in on a pale white horse to save his friend. And that's where you named your dog. That's where the first dog name came from. Absolutely, yep. Wyatt. Shout out. Love it. Yeah. What about you? I mean, and and that's where because I I don't put comedy in like my favorite movie. Why? Right. Um, I don't know. It's a great it's a great question, right? You get the great question award. I don't know why I don't, but I always pull comedy out of movies. Um, and honestly, like, what do I watch the most? I you know probably Dumb and Dumber, right? the other guys right like those movies i probably have seen more than any other um but yeah what about for you i feel like yours is gonna be a comedy a dumb and dumber right yeah <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like it's dumb and dumber i just feel like it's the perfect movie like it's it's I, there's so there's so many lines there's so many moments in that movie that and i've seen it i i, I can't I don't know how many times. I really don't. Yep. Um, and I notice something new every time, like just little things. Where I where I'm at the point now where I just laugh the entire movie. It's so perfect. It is. Uh, and so yeah, I just I can't. If it's on, I'm gonna watch it. Um, I seek it out. I, it's just a perfect movie, and it just it brings me back to high school for sure. Without a doubt. Um, and so it's a lot of it is nostalgia, but man, 
do you remember seeing old school for the first time? Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't remember where I was, but I remember being obsessed with that movie. Yeah, I. That was when we were out of college. I, that came out when we were lived in Hopkins. Oh, really? Yeah, we went to the. I remember we went to the uh, Hopkins movie theater a couple times to watch it. I. And I laughed at Dumb and Dumber. I don't. I think the first time I saw old school. If I would have had to pee, I would have peed my pants. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. hit, that hit me square between the eyes in every way possible. I could not yeah. stop laughing at that fucking movie. There, so I agree. I love old school. Love the cast in that movie. There's something about Dumb and Dumber, though, that it's so stupid. But there is a uh, like a human piece to it where like you... You're rooting for these guys. Like you, I don't know. Sure. Like there's, there's, there's an innocence there, to that movie. There is. Right. It's like the, the, um, it's probably why I love Elf, right? Yeah. It's not as crude as it. There's crude jokes in Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Without a doubt. Right. Um, and there's crude jokes in Elf. They're not as blatantly obvious, right? Like right. the whole, uh, Brenda Felcher bit. Right. right. Um, right. but, yeah, it's 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 innocent comedy done really really well, and old school is very crude. I get that. Yeah. So yeah, agreed there. Yeah, it's it's so good. Okay, so on the movie on the movie piece, what's your favorite holiday movie? Since we're talking Christmas, uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Yeah, I try to quote it as often as I can in our text chain. Did you did you watch that a lot in college? That was huge yes. with my group of friends in college. It's the first time I'd ever seen it. Yeah. Did not see it growing up and then saw it in college and watched it ever since. And the you know, the na- the you know, Elaine is his neighbor. Yeah. And her douchey husband. Margo. I don't know, Margo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um yeah, it's just it that movie's perfect as well. Right? Yeah. Happy you know. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, go fuck yourself, go fuck right? Yourself. <laughs> like, it's perfect. It's such a perfect movie. <laughs> yep. Yep. Yeah. That's solid. That's so solid. Yep. And yeah. I just went through this with Ben. Uh, yeah, and so it's like, I have like three different uh, kind of like takes, right? It's like, that's my movie. Um, I love Elf because I think it's just a perfect movie. It's funny, it's sweet, like it's heartwarming, it embodies the Christmas spirit. And then like with my kids, it's the Santa Claus. The Tim Allen? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. They love that. I love it. Like I, I love watching it with them. I think it's just a fun, you know, holy shit. Like there's this, like this, there's just like lore and canon and like how someone becomes, you know, it's, so it's, it's good in that respect. Yeah. Um, and I know I'm leaving out Home Alone. Um, yeah, that was, yeah, I mean. Is that it for you? It's not even close. This is not even close. It, that takes your top spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I I friggin' love that movie, and I hate to I hate to say anything positive about Ross, but um, you know, when we would when we were growing up, like over Christmas, I just remember watching Home Alone. Yeah. Ross and Darren, and like it just screams Christmas to me, and we would. We would ride in, they had a uh, uh, conversion van 
Sick. With a VCR. Because Jeez. apparently. Goddamn, Stan. Were, they were loaded. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, it had the swivel chairs. It had blinds. Like, dude, this van was, I, I remember it. Like, I can remember every inch of it. And we would ride after Christmas. We would ride up to the Mall of America and watch Home Alone on the way up. Uh, and, you know, on VHS in this van. That's awesome. It was just, it was just the friggin' best. That's awesome. So. Yeah. And, and Home Alone's up there. Oh, like, yeah. Without a yeah. doubt. Yeah. Yep. Um, okay. Good. Okay. Favorite. So I don't know how to define this. So favorite band of all time. I know you're going to, you're going to think, okay, is it because. Ooh who would I listen to most or whatever, but just, you have to say your favorite band of all time band that maybe you were most into. Well, you know, the answer to that corn it's corn. Yeah. That's the most I was ever. And that was probably just the timing. Um, the most I was ever into a band, yeah. you know, I traveled to see them, made sure I saw shows when they were in town. Had every, you know, like, I knew every word, every song. Like, I knew more about Jonathan Davis than he probably knew about himself. Because right. that was just, like, when I was in my formative years. Um, yeah. Now it's probably more rage. Yeah. Um, but all those, all those bands at that time, that was, that's my wheelhouse. Rage, Tool, Corn, Deftones, fucking Limp Biscuit. They were the shit back then. I know, like, yeah. they're, it's kitchen. They're kind of a punchline now, right? Yeah, it's, you know, yeah, they're definitely a punchline now, And but, you know, kitschy and popish. but, you know, Fred Durst could write a hook. Um, yeah. He could perform live, too. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Papa Roach? I, I'm sorry, I'm like... I am like veering off of your your question. It's it's definitely corn because like I I also like think of like how they are live. Yeah. Right. Like Lincoln Park's up there. They were definitely formative for me, you know, in college, and then after. So if you had to sit down today and listen to one band, and that's where it's wild. I would not listen to corn. Oh, for sure. Not not even. Right. Cause I got into corn too. Right. Like I hundred percent you did. Uh, I went to a corn show with you and Chuck and, yep. and, uh, didn't spend any time with you guys once the mosh pit started because there is no, yeah, there's no attempt. You cannot stay together. No, but was that, or was that not one of the best live music shows oh, you've ever seen in your life? It's crazy. So I remember, I remember when trust <sighs> company was playing, um, and we were by the sound, uh, booth you remember this? Oh, that's right. They opened. The trust company opened, and we were by the, the sound engineer, which was kind of in the middle, and uh, right behind us was this dude in the hood just sitting there watching trust company, and it was Jonathan Davis. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I've essentially came in my pants. <laughs> yeah. It's like, holy yeah. shit, that's him. Gross. Fucking A. Like, but no, like, he's just out there checking them out. Yep. You wonder what you th- wonder what he thought of them at the time. Like obviously they, they you know they were okay, but like he yeah. he yeah, again I said okay they were okay. I think they had one song. 
Um, but then he comes on. Yeah. And they come on. And so that's where, like, live music to me, like, so defines a band, right? Like, a right. corn show, a raid show. If you've Have never you experienced. No. Right. I know. Supposed to. Right. But by all accounts, and I mean, I've been to a bunch of corn shows, like, all of those are intense and just flowing from that first den and in it. Yeah. And then it's just emotion and energy for an hour and a half to two hours. Yep. And he doesn't stop. He doesn't talk to the crowd. He's just performing. Yeah. It's fucking glorious. And then when he brings out the bagpipes, yeah. so good, dude. So yep. good. But like you said, you wouldn't listen to him today. Not unless I'm working out. No. Right. Yeah, today, now, it's, I think if I were to, like, what band would I listen to more than anybody, it would probably, that's a, no, that's a terrible take on it. Um, What were you going to say? Let's hear the terrible take. Because I don't listen, it's not the band I listen to most, um, but if I had to just, like, pick one, probably, Linkin Park would be up there, because I like the beats that they, you know, put in there, and there's probably a little nostalgia for Chester. Sad that he's yep. gone. Uh, I don't know. What about you? I have such a uh, a wide range of what I was into. Like I, I would say one of the best live shows, like the corn show, was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw Dave Matthews live, and it was awesome. And I knew all their songs like I yeah. listened to them so much in high school like I love Dave Matthews okay um, I if I were to listen to a band now uh I'd probably say 311 yeah like I love and I I wish I knew about 311 sooner mm-hmm. like I feel like I wasn't in on three because they came out when we were in high school right yes like late 90s and and we just never got into them um, so I found out about 311 later in the later in the game, and and now like I would listen to them, like I love like I, I don't know they can't miss for me. Is there anything better uh, from a music standpoint than finding a band or getting into a band that has a deep catalog? Oh, I know. Dude, Isn't that one of the best experience? It's the best experiences that you can have is just be realizing like, holy shit, this yep. group that I've just found, they've, they've existed for years and they have this deep catalog that hits you right between the fucking eyes. Yeah. And that's three eleven for me. That stick figure for me, like dirty yeah. heads, dirty heads. Like, and it reminds me when I was DJing, and finding a yeah an amazing song that you didn't know about and you're like oh my gosh like i remember i was with ross when and we were both obviously we were both with rock with you i was djing at the time yep um when uptown funk came out and mm-hmm. obviously that is the most overplayed song in the world by now when that came out we both looked at each other and we're like this is going to crush like yeah. our jobs just got so much easier 
right. we're just gonna we're just gonna hammer this. This will work so well with fusion and everything else. Yep. It's the same feeling, right? Like that I don't know. It, I, I totally get what you're saying. Yeah. It's well and you know, because music is so uh so tied to like the headspace you're in at that time of your life. Right. And so right. You know, 311 and uh, all bands like that, you know, Sublime, right? You name it, right? It's very much a different vibe that came out at the same time as like the Tool, the Corn, the whatever, right? Um, the Rage. And so that wasn't where you were at at that time in your life. Right. And then they were, you know, they built this catalog and you you find it later where it's like, yeah, that's what I'm into now. It's like the ability, you know, just kind of like good vibes, good beats, you know, great songs, you know, that aren't that aggressive nature. Right. Right. That, that, that other stuff was, which is where we were when we were testosterone fueled athletes, you yep. know, Oh, I got a crush, got a crush. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. hundred percent, man. And like, I, I'm, I'm the same way, whether it's cause I love all, I, I want to say I love all music. I don't love polka. No, but yeah, like, but I love Adele, right? Like I love, uh, you know, I like some Taylor Swift right at times. I like Ed Sheeran, right? Like that stuff is good. I mean, those, those those motherfuckers are talented. And so like listening to that at the right time, that's just what I love about music. Yeah. He's like, Finding the right song at the right time is so impactful. And when you said, you know, like you saw them live and like how awesome they were, that's one of the things that I I want to like, I wish people talked about more is like their live music experiences, like finding Dave Matthews, right, for you and like being like, oh my God, this right. is a great show. Papa Roach was kind of always the, in in that like realm of, you know, rockish music they were always kind of like this shit. I don't want to say shitty. They, you know, their first album came out, right? Um, uh, what was their first song? Uh, is Papa Roach like Cut My Life Into Pieces? Yes. That, yes. Okay. Cut My Life Into Pieces, right? Like Last Resort. Thank you. Yeah. Um, you know, that album came out and that was the hit. And then they kind of like, everybody kind of viewed them as a little bit of like a one hit wonder. I, mean, I was in Korea. And they came and played a show for the troops. Oh, wow. And so there's like a thousand of us. And they took the fucking roof off of this place. And I was like, holy shit, these guys are awesome. And then, like, I was in Colorado, like, following corn around, right? And Kid Rock, I, I never, like, got into Kid Rock. He puts on a great show. System of a Down puts on a great show. Power Man 5, like... Seeing live music is so fucking awesome. Yeah. So awesome. So I'm so upset that Rage and Run the Jewels got canceled, dude. Brutal. Brutal. So upset. Yeah. I I I remember going so Chad and I worked for the Holiday Inn. Uh, so did you I. Weren't, you weren't working there at the time. You obviously did too. <laughs> um, but no, we went did you ever have to go to Algona? No. Okay. That's what I thought. So it was me and Chad, and then this guy, Jeff Zarling, who... Yeah, I know Zarling. Yeah. So he worked for uh, the HIF as well. And we went to Algona 
we had to go to Algona every year to to Algona, Iowa. Um, I don't even remember what we did. We did a banquet down there or whatever. Anyway, we rode with Jeff. I don't yeah. even think we could drive at the time. So we rode with, with Zarlin <laughs> and he started playing this band. And I'm like, I'm kind of scared, but this is kind of awesome. Yeah. Like, what, what the hell is it? And it was Rage. Oh. And it was the first time I heard it. I'm, I'm going to Algona, Iowa. And I'm like, okay, I, this, this is new to me. I don't really understand it, and I think I like it. Yeah, first time I heard Bit Rage is at Ben Carroll's house. The Roundhouse? Yeah, the Roundhouse. Yeah. Yeah, and I just remember being like, holy shit. Yeah. It changes the game. Yep. Different, different, different breed right there. And that, I, uh, and that holds up. Oh, All that sure. catalog holds up. That's why they're up there. Do you, uh, when you, we're, we're getting deep on music when you think of music do you kind of like declassify or like separate rap yeah i think i do, I do too just like yeah. i do with like comedy with movies like because i didn't mention a single like hip-hop rap artist right in the last 15 minutes we've been talking about and that was incredibly impactful oh, on my, my life nas yep right so, so stop stop oh yeah 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 so what does Nas remind you of? Football. Yeah. Two days, sitting Two-a-days. in lawn chairs, listening yep. to If I Ruled the World. Yep. Okay. That Just song. Sure we had the same. That song fucks so hard. It still yeah. holds up, dude. That bass yeah. line, the, you know, that little, the piano keys that he drops in there. That song is so goddamn good. Uh, yep. But yeah, Nas, Biggie, Tupac, Dre, Snoop, like, Dude, Titans when we were growing up. And we didn't, like, that wasn't on our, like, list. And I don't know why. That's weird. That's weird. Because it should know. be, right? If I if you ask me what I listen to more than anything, that's definitely up that. there. It was that. It's definitely up there. Yeah. Did I ever tell you I saw Snoop in concert? So, your Snoop concert story <laughs> is related to... Uh, a foot <laughs> for all the young people who listen to this, even though there's probably two, right, is related to a photo printing shop. Oh my god! Okay, so you do know the story. Okay. Yes, yeah, you know every one of my stories. Yeah, one hundred percent, dude. Like yeah. you know all my stories. There's nothing new. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, we went to we went to Daytona on spring break. It was like me and the Nesvigs and Hans. Um. Do you remember Zach Tockley? For sure, I remember Tockley. I was going to say, I think you knew him. He was friends with Ted Nelson, who I played oh. ball with in college. Yeah, Zach was the he was the best guy ever. Yeah, just the nicest dude ever. Anyway, we went to Daytona for spring break, and that's where we met Dante Culpepper. Um, nice. He was in our hotel. Yep, yep. Nice. Um, but then they came through the lobby of the hotel we were staying in and said, um, hey, we have free tickets to Snoop if anybody wants them. And so we are like, yeah, like, of course. And so we get the tickets, and it's on the, it's on the beach. Yeah. Um, and it's a show. There's no more than 300 people let into this show show yep um and it's being filmed for bet nice 
And we are literally, and I'm not exaggerating, we're the only white people in in the audience. Respect. Like, for sure. And so we get in there and it's, so do you remember the band Next? Yes. They sang, uh, it was a song about <laughs> like um, having a boner. Yeah, when sex. What's that? It was about sex. Yeah, for sure. Yep. When you're dancing with somebody yep. or whatever. But they were from Minnesota. And I was wearing a gopher hat. <laughs> and so they come out and we somehow knew they were from Minnesota. And we're in the front row. We are in the front row of this BET show. And I hold up my gopher hat and they gave us a shout out or whatever. And then Snoop comes out and he comes on this runway and he comes right up to us. And he, and I, I'm, I have my, uh, the disposable camera, disposable that cameras, baby. And I take a picture of Snoop. He's like, he looks right at me. He gives me double piece and he's got two girls in bikinis on his shoulders. And he, um, gives me double piece. And I take a picture. And, you know, the rest is history. So then I go to get these pictures developed at uh, a local in at, uh, St. Peter, a local video store. Yep. Oh, my and brother's I, friends are shitting their pants right now. Wait, what? What? Yeah, exactly. They pictures don't know got what the developed? What's a disposable camera? And and video store. What's a video rental store? Mm-hmm. So, um so I turn them in or whatever, and then come back a couple of days later, and I am looking at this pillar at on at the store, and there's a blown up picture of Snoop, and he's giving double piece to the camera, yeah, and he's got two girls on his shoulder, and it and it's signed, and it says to the dopest video store in Minnesota. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, and it says Snoop, and so I go up to the counter, and I'm like you know, getting my pictures or whatever. And there's this high school girl working there. And I'm like, Hey, I'm like, where'd you get the, how did how'd you get that Snoop picture? And she's like, Oh, our owner, you know, no Snoop or whatever. And gave me some story. And I'm like, no, I'm like, actually that's my picture. Like you guys stole my picture <laughs> and blew it up. <laughs> and she's like, and the look on her face is like, Oh, you know, like, am I in trouble? I'm like, like, Oh I really shit. <laughs> I don't really care, but I just want you to know. That that's my damn picture. But let's think about that, right? Yeah. The fact that we took pictures mm-hmm. um, to a place. And I'm gonna play a little. Oh, let's see. I wonder if she could tell I'm home right now. That's next. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> yep. Girl, you dancing too close. <laughs> yeah, it's about it's about, it's about yeah. having a boner when you're dancing with a girl. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Shout out Minnesota. Um, but no, let's think about that, right? Like we used to have to take our pictures to someone else who got to see them. Got to see every picture you took. Every single picture you took. Could you yep. imagine that today? If every single picture on your, it, you know, every single picture on your phone, someone yeah, else got to look at before you got to look out. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's crazy. It's crazy to think about. Yeah, and I'm not saying like, you know, like that you that you're doing that or anything, but there's a lot of people out there who are like snapping pictures of their shit, sending them to other people. Imagine if like that was cuz that was the 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 challenge back then. 
Like that was not a thing because you could not do it digitally. Right. Right. So like nobody sent us nudes. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Right. And I think we should go back to that. <laughs> I, I yeah. I well, I remember when we met Dante. So Dante's walking through the lobby of this hotel. Yeah. And he's and, and everybody's like, Dante, Dante, whatever. And he's got all this entourage around him and he's just ignoring everybody. And we're yelling Dante because obviously we're from Minnesota. Yep. Finally, I think Nesvig, Matt Nesvig yelled, Dante, we're from Minnesota. And he turned around and he's like, who said that? And then I had my gopher hat up. So I'm like, hey, you know, like, yeah, this is my, we're, this is proof we're from Minnesota. And he walks over to us and starts bullshitting with us and stuff. And then we're like, can we get a picture with you? And he's like, yeah. So he's got these essential bodyguards with him that we give him, we give the bodyguards our disposable cameras and they, they look like toothpicks in their hands. Yeah. And they're taking these pictures and they're winding them, you know, like (laughs) (laughs) it was just, it was so ridiculous, but yeah, that's, uh, it's a different time. God, different world. Yep. So good though. For sure. Any other rapid fires for me, brother? Oh, man. Man. Favorite? Okay, one more. Yes. Uh, And I probably know the answer to this, but favorite TV show? Hmm. And this is where... I don't know the answer. You have to think about it. No, this is where I, again, separate... Why? Why? I don't don't know, man. I don't know, Margo. Nice. <laughs> um, but I do. I separate comedies from uh, dramas, whatever. Favorite TV show. The, I mean, the you know. You, the show that you were most into that you could not miss. Breaking Bad. Okay. It's number one. I mean, you, it's Breaking Bad, Thrones. Um. The Wire, Sopranos, Sons. Yep. But again, those are all those are all dramas. When you asked me the question, the first thing that came to my mind was The Office and Shit's Creek. Okay. But they, but you're not listing them. Correct. I just don't list them. They're hilarious. Yeah. Are they as detailed and nuanced as those other ones no that's what and i think that's why i kind of like separate them sure right is they're just it's it's, it just feels so wildly different it's hard to categorize them in the same conversation about you uh i would say thrones Um, thrones is one thrones is one and and it's crazy to me that i say that because i understood uh 18% of that show. Um, yeah. And, and they fucked up the landing. What's that? Yeah, they, for sure. For sure. But but when I think about my favorite show, I'm thinking of okay, what show was I the most looking forward to to watch? Again, you couldn't binge it. Um I mean you can now, but like when we were watching it, you couldn't binge it, it as once a week and I couldn't wait for Sunday night. Yeah. Um, I would put Sons right there. Okay. I I loved that show. Yep. Um, Ozark is right there for me. 
Yeah. Um, Didn't like the ending. Yeah, it's tough to end a show, man. Like Thrones Break- proved that. That's why Breaking Bad is so good. That's why they. That's why it's one for me. Is yeah. they stuck the fucking landing, man. Yep. 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 Um. I Lauren and I are really into Succession. We're, we 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 kind of were behind yes. on that and are catching up. Um, yep. That show is ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan. I haven't got Jen into that yet. Um, but that is up. That's, that's Sopranos, Mad Men, Breaking Bad-esque. Yeah. Let's see how it finishes out. Right. Right. Like, uh, I, I want, I need to see, um, the Patriarch fall. I don't know where you're at on this with respect to that, right? But he's always winning. Right. And I need to see him fall. And then Is it Is it based on Murdoch? Yes. Okay. Okay. Have you watched the Murdoch on Rupert Murdoch for those who don't know who that oh, is? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a fucking essentially owns half of the media in the world. Right. And he's yeah. got the kid and, and yes. I mean it is succession. Yeah. Yeah. Um but there's com- there's comedic relief in that show. There's awkwardness, there's tension. It's just a modern day game of thrones, right? Yeah. Uh Yeah, I love it so far. There's there's people there's in succession there's people you like I hate and there's Fucking people hate. I love. Who do you who do you hate? I hate the, and I, I'm super into the show, but I will go back to my Thrones thing. I can't name characters and stuff, but I, I do not like the daughter at all. Oh, you don't like Shiv? I love Shiv. No, Shiv, Shiv can't stand Shiv. I hate the I oldest love, son. Uh, it's not, the, it's not Cameron. No, the the guy who goes against the dad. He's the first one to go against the dad. Yeah. Yeah. No, can't stand him. Um, I like uh, Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yep. <laughs> I love how <laughs> that's the only, um, I love Greg. Greg is amazing. Yeah. And Shiv's husband. And Shiv's husband is my favorite on the show. Yep. And then I love, uh, so it's Kieran Culkin. That's Kieran, his name. Yep. Uh, yep. is it Sandy? Oh, any any of the supporting like the executives—they're perfect. They're amazing. Uh, Jerry, Jerry, uh, Jerry, Jerry is amazing. The two dudes are amazing. They're so awful. They're just the worst people. But perfect, perfectly cast. No, so I I I guess the only area we disagree is Shiv. I I can't stand Shiv. So why don't you like Shiv? I just think she's nasty. Like, and they're all nasty. Every person on the show. Yeah, they're all shitty humans. Right. I just, I don't like, well, I think it's because I like um, uh, her husband so much. Tom. That you can't, you can't like Tom and like Shiv, in my opinion. And see, that's where I, I kind of look. She's so shitty to him. Yeah, she treats him like shit, 100%, but she's the underdog in the family. Right. Yeah. So that's why I like her 
Because I look at her, I look at that role, and I don't weight that relationship very much because it very much seems like a relationship of convenience of some sort. I don't understand yeah. it, and they haven't yeah. really gotten into it, right? Like they they negotiate having a child or, you know, should we or shouldn't we? And right. it, it very much feels like she married him um, to, like, uh, you know, satiate uh, a family request, and he married her even though he doesn't, like, he's not really that into her uh, to try and like gain status, right? Like he, he used her as much as she used him. Yeah. But yeah. she's the underdog in the family. Right. Cause she was the outsider, right? Like the Politico. Um, yeah. And so I'm, I'm rooting for her and you know, she's sneaky. She's got like this sneaky, sexy vibe to her. It's this weird thing in that show. I don't know. Like, yeah, she, I, I think she's like kind of like a perfect character. Cause she has like these moments of, where you talked about, bro, like you just fucking hate her because how she treats Tom. But then I, I love her because of how she's treated by her family and how she reacts. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's why it's the perfect show, right? That's it's, why it's such a good show. And that's why setting up to like, be it, right. A hundred percent. Cause thrones why, was fucking perfect. And then they beefed it. Who thrones until the very end. Like, I, I don't hold it against Thrones as much as you are. I really don't. I do. Okay. Clearly. Right? Like, right. And, and hold it again. I mean, it's number two for me. Right. But the first thing you said about it was that they beefed the ending. They did. Versus, versus it was the had, best. Had they, had they played it out as they had the previous seasons and given a little bit more time and, like, that storyline to, to, to blossom... Instead of it, felt it just felt super rushed. Had they just, yeah. you know, expanded upon it a little bit, it would have been number one because yeah. seasons one through whatever I loved, and then the last season it was just like, God, how did we? They were just taking massive leaps. Yeah. Um, whereas Breaking Bad was always in the creator's mind going to be the number of seasons it was. I think it was five. Yep. He yeah. had it written out from day one, which to me blows my mind, right? That, right. He, you know, because yeah, the phone clearly did not. Correct. Right. Like they, yeah. and they were making, and in their, in their writer's defense, they were waiting on fucking Martin, you know, George R. R. Martin to like, to figure it out. I get all that. Um, yeah. And so they were kind of left holding the bag and that, you know, it sucks for them, but you know, how do you not knowing where you're at and after like two seasons realizing the global phenomenon it is like try not to like plan out an end game right you know yep. whereas this guy you know, and and that's another reason why i'm like so pro breaking bad is that was his idea his story and he executed from a to z these guys took somebody else's idea right and supremely executed it at the start when all the content and the lore and the canon was there and then fucking tripped over their dicks at the end when they didn't know what to do. Right. Yeah, I mean, Breaking Bad is it's tough to argue with Breaking Bad, too. I, I want to test how well you know all of our friends. Mm. Who has now turned off the podcast? Basis our last 10 minutes. Oh, TC. Yeah. Yeah. Thought it out. Brandon turned it yeah. off. Brandon he, is gone. He didn't give a shit about television. <laughs> no, he's, he's out. 
He's out. <laughs> and honestly, probably movies. Guy has a fucking home theater he, he and doesn't watch movies. That he doesn't doesn't use at all. He did use it when he appeared on this on the podcast. That's where he did it from. Yeah, he was sitting in one of those chairs. His phone was in like a cup holder. <laughs> Dude, his his theater is is awesome. It's great. Like it's it's so good, and he doesn't. He's like I've never watched. He he just doesn't watch movies. I don't know if he has. He doesn't have the attention span to watch a movie. Like, he hates movies. He never has yeah. liked movies. Which, which, back to movies, at Brandon's house is where I watched one of my favorite movies of all time. So you just asked me my favorite, but I didn't go into the rest. But I watched Fight Club for the first time ever at Brandon's oh, yeah. house. Yeah. In his uh, three-season yeah. porch. Oh, in Fairmont? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great movie. Fantastic. Yeah, I I I'm a big Brad Pitt person. Absolutely, absolutely. Yep. Oh, oh man, we went after it tonight. We got two yeah. hours in, brother. Did we do two hours? See, that's what I love about this thing is that, like, it doesn't feel that like that at all. Part of me wanted to come on and be like, "We're going to do a tight one hour." Not possible. And we are two hours in. Yeah. <laughs> If you're going to do a tight one hour, you got to have bulleted points that this is what we're going to touch on. This is for how long you got, you need to run a show. Yeah. Well, and that's not like what I'm trying to do. Right. right? Um, I've heard feedback that, you, you know, you shouldn't do try and like make it shorter. I don't know if I have enough time and, you know, again, ultimately, Hey, I, that's cool. You got other shit to listen to. Go for it. Um, yeah. I'm not doing this for, listens or downloads or whatever right i'm doing this to talk to my friends and share our stories so my kids can hear them one day before i forget about them yep because i don't sleep enough and i'm gonna get alzheimer's (laughs) yep right um yeah so but i i'll I'll say this you just did a what was it a four-hour podcast with ross yep and I'm guessing the feedback you got on that was the most intense and the, the, the most feedback you got on any podcast you probably ever did was with that one. Yeah. Cause he's an idiot. <laughs> well, right. But <laughs> no, I also got, I got a ton on, uh, Ross Holly. So apparently I just need to have like yeah. find Ross's. Um, right. cause it was, it was interesting. You know, his was very interesting content with respect to like college recruiting and whatnot. Yep. Um, I, I tell you what, Boros hit me between the eyes, man. Right? Man. God, it was so... It was so good. So good. And, you know, he t- you know we've texted, you know, on the side. And, you know, he's gotten a lot of good... You know, he's gotten a lot of comments just about how... About that conversation. Because it's not easy. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, and when we talked about it, we, we had a lot of conversation. You know, I got a lot of feedback just about, you know, loss and whatnot. And... You know, I don't want it to all be about that, right? Right. It can't be. And they and and those that we've lost wouldn't want it to be, right? I think. Um, I don't think my dad would want me to sit around talking about him and how it affected me all the time. Right. I'm assuming your mom probably wouldn't either. It's good to remember him. Right. Um, and talk about them and, and not like forget. Um, but 
you know, life goes on. And that was definitely like my dad's mantra, you know, that that's why, you know, it's part of why he went into hospice. He was like, Hey, my time's here is up. You know, I've raised you. I've gotten you to here. You know, best of luck. Right. <laughs> you know, not in those words. Right. But it's, yeah, we can't, we can't sit around and talk about it all the time. And that's not all that, you know, we think about, but right. yeah, I mean, it, it wrapped up beautifully in my opinion, you know, talking with Matt, just talking about stories and, you know, again, you know, I, I can't tell you enough the, the memories I have of your mom. Right. Yeah. Um, and I have of Chuck's dad, right. And, right. you know, just the impact they all had on me and, yeah, I mean, I still do puzzles to this day. And when I'm doing them, I think of Paula. Right. I love that. And I love I love talking about her, right? Like, it's not a uh, – it's, it, it's still a sore subject, right? Like Always will be. But I would rather talk about the people that we've lost. 100%. Then, and so that's what, you know, Borrell was so open about it and, and – yeah, it's just I don't know. That one that one got me. 100%, man. And yeah. and when I started thinking about that, that was, you know, talking about like thinking about Matt was the one that like personally I was looking forward to more than anybody. Yeah. Um because I've never talked about it with him. Right. And yep. It's fucking tragic that we, we it's not tragic it's sad that we've just we you know we and we don't do that Ugh. you know yeah. Yeah. you know yeah. there's no words that you yeah. can like frame that appropriately right. um and sadly we have a lot of we all have a lot of friends that are in situations like that and you know we ended it really well in wanting to talk more about everybody and i look forward to the next time we're all together and like being able to talk about his dad and his brother yeah because i know i have always kind of like said oh shit you know i've never really brought it up with matt before how do i bring it up now right well hey we fucking cracked that ice we're in the lake now here we go right yep so here we go let's go great about the that's what that's what's great about the pod man isn't that weird it is weird i don't get it that this apparently was the form is is apparently a forum where we feel comfortable doing it yep yeah i don't get it but when we hang out privately we don't right somebody could write a paper on that someday i'm sure yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> I'm not smart enough to, but Ross, Ross can write a paper. He's, yeah. he's, he's focused enough to, to do that. Yes, he is. <laughs> it, it, what's crazy to me, going back to Ross, like it, it is crazy to me that like I grew up with that idiot and he's like a brother to me. And now he's like a brother to all you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's I think that's a testament to us. Yeah. Um, for sure. That some random dude from freaking 
Missouri who has awful opinions um, <laughs> can, yeah, can, can wedge his way in. Yeah, it's cool. It's the beauty of life, right? I'm, yep. I'm seven vodkas deep right now. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. the beauty of life, right? It's like attracting good people to your circle. Yep. And we're not unique in that. Like a lot of people have this fucking awesome circle. Um, and everybody plays their role. You know, I've always looked at you as like a bit of a glue for our group. You, you, you bond a lot of us together. Um, and we all complement and push and pull each other in different directions. But without it, I couldn't imagine being a 42 year old man without the deep relationships I have with my friends. For sure. Yeah. Um, especially with like my psyche without it, I'd be a wreck. Right. Cause this Damn. shit just is so hard, right? Like this world, uh, you know, like life, work, kids, all that stuff. So hard without your friends and like, you, you know, your partner and all that. <sighs> no, yeah. thanks, man. You know, and right. that's why that's where I, that's where my energy is directed. And that's why, you know, I get, I get shit from people like that. I'm not, you know, we had this conversation at a dinner about like how I'm not as uh, open to new people. Right. Cause I've just put all my energies on like you guys, my family and that's it. I don't give a, you know, I'm like not trying to, pursue everyone's approval right i don't know what's that i probably am on the other side of that like i i strive for people's approval do you um i don't think you i've never gotten i've never felt like you strive for their approval you're just very your natural disposition is agreeable with a lot of folks Right. I've never took that as like you're seeking their approval. No, yeah, that's that's fair. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Ross is the same, you know, like there's, you know, and I, I know a lot of people like that that are just like very likable and everybody kind of gets along with them. It's because right. of their personality, but that I've never took that as like they're seeking that person's approval and like trying to become best. You know, like I don't think you're trying to become best friends with everybody. No, no, not at all. You're just. I, just I, I I think you said agreeable. Like I'm, I don't like conflict at all. Yeah. And it's probably, probably uh, too much to that side. Like I, you know, it, 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 when I was running rock with you, Minneapolis, like that, that was a, a detriment to me. Yep. For sure. Um, but in the, you know, the majority of the time I just want to get along with, I just want to get along with people. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So I'm curious, uh, what do you think you'd be like on cocaine? <laughs> oh my gosh. The amount you guys talked about cocaine. So what's funny, what's funny is that when you, I think it was Ross who ended up saying he, he doesn't want something up his nose. Yeah. That's when I learned that cocaine is done up your nose. That was 
Yes, because <laughs> I thought that was uh, crack. <laughs> you smoke crack. Yeah. See. <laughs> well, but, but, but wasn't there a time where people said crack cocaine? Yes. Is is it not the same thing? No, but yes, it's the it's the Holy same shit. chemical. Okay. Mixed differently and used differently. So you smoke crack. You smoke crack. And you snort cocaine. Correct. Yeah. So so I learned that on your podcast. So thank you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so to answer your question, I have no idea. I have no idea what I'd be like. I don't know what it like you said it's an upper. Yeah, it's I mean it's essentially like yeah, just amplify who you are. So I think I would be, I would, you know, agree with everything you said. Tell you the smartest human being. Just, yeah, just, planet. hey, 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 hey. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like I, you just want to, I, I feel yeah. like you just want to make sure everybody's having a good time. That's kind of me anyway. Like, right. I don't like, like. And that's why I, I couldn't want- picture you doing it because that's right. not like you don't need it. And so when he was like, you couldn't picture him. I was like, no, I just can't picture Nick. And and now that you're, you know, you're, you're um, validating my point even more in the fact that you had no idea how to do it. Um, right. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine. No, I couldn't imagine either. I, <laughs> I would have no idea what that would look like. I would be <laughs> if it's not if it's not vodka or or potentially gummies. Um, I just have no experience in it. Right, right. <laughs> you know? Yep. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. <sighs> Son of a bitch. I thought we were wrapping up. Yeah, we were at one point. Uh, yep. I think we were like four. I think I was kind of theoretically throwing out like wrapping up like 45 or 50 minutes ago that's 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 great about this pod yep that's what's great about hanging out man yeah for sure right um all right well now i will wrap it up let's wrap this up um yeah appreciate you being on dude as always love you i love you too uh next pod if you ever if you have me on again um We'll figure out how to how to kind of weed Brandon out of this stuff. I'd like to I'd like to move on from Brandon if we can. All right. So next time you're on, it'll be you, me, and Brandon. <laughs> you know, that's the next step. We gotta have multiple people on. Yeah. You did it, you did it with um your neighbors and Jen. Yes. Yep. That was all in was, person. Yeah. That does not mean I could not have two people on one of these. Let's make that happen. 100%. And I will say your cousin is already trying to make that happen. I won't be on with him. I can't do it. Nope. It's with another person. Uh, So Ross is trying to be on with someone else? Yep. And you're not going to tell me who? Uh, So let's just, uh, so you asked me to get uh, kind of like, who of wow. our friends would turn off the TV talk? Out of my friends. Out of your friends. 
who has kind of some of the more interesting stories with respect to Ross? And I'm specifically saying my friends. He's your friend too, but it's a, um, it's a very small pool <laughs> for you to choose from. Most interesting. Huh? Uh, it's not Darren. No. Oh, Chuck. Nope. Um, I feel like I'm missing something. Yeah, obvious. Darren's your cousin. Charlie is also your friend. Right. Oh, your friends. Yeah, one of my friends that is now part of Rocky. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's, you, that, that's a disaster waiting to happen. A hundred that, which is why I'm intrigued by it. Like, I want to get those two on and like kind of just be sitting there. Um, oh, I don't even know if you would speak. Navigating the stories that are being shared. Man, yep. I would. Uh, it'll be chaos. It would be chaos. I'd tune in in a heartbeat. Yeah, it'll be chaos. Yeah, he yep. he was like, "Let's get on." Like us, I was like, "Holy shit, dude!" Are Who's you that, Ross? are you still drunk, Ross? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I, I love drunk Ross so much. He's a, but, well. He goes from zero to a hundred and half a beer. Oh, yeah, yep. which, which is mind blowing to me. Right, dude's in shape. Like, I, I guess tolerance is a thing, right? <laughs> Very clearly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All, All right. right. I said I was wrapping it up. We'll wrap it up. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. Yep. <laughs> we are in no man's land. Um, yeah, man. Thanks for being on. Uh, yeah, for sure. Merry Christmas to you, your family. Merry Christmas to you. All I ask is that before Brandon comes on again, I'm on a fourth time. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Just because he'll he'll end up killing one of us. Yep. Perfect. I mean, I I, I also feel like we may have exhausted his stories. No. Just kidding. No, they're kidding. Yeah, he's got a billion. Say, yep. They're never ending. Correct. <laughs> yeah. All right. Never. A hundred percent. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you, your family, uh, everybody listening. If you're downloading this on Christmas, uh, I appreciate it, but also spend some time with your family. Um, Why are you listening to this on Christmas? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. It's just available, so that you know we're talking Christmassy, and you know, it's not after Christmas. But yeah, um, yeah. Thanks, for, thanks for tuning in, uh, everybody. Like, share, comment, subscribe, rate. You know, share it on your social media, whatever, or send letters. I'll be, I'll be sure to do that, Jeff. Yeah, thanks. Hey, send a letter to a friend. All right, <laughs> you know, in your Christmas cards, just write, "Hey, check yeah. out." This podcast, it means a lot to me. Um, Yeah, and otherwise, everybody, you know, be good, do some good, and uh, happy holidays, folks. Peace.